At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Welcome to an all-new episode. Yeah, that for some reason, uh, (laughs) that does that now. Um... (laughs) Thought we got away from blog talk. Anyway, welcome to uh, a new episode of Much to Do About Nothing. Um, this is going to be a fun episode because there's so much to talk about. And sure. kind of glad we waited because there's a lot more to talk about than there would have been had we done it three days, two days ago. Not three. It's Wednesday, not Thursday. Um, but all right. Let's jump right into it. Let's start with. Uh, me and Joel are recording this podcast right after the Knicks win, evening up the series against the Hawks, one-to-one. Uh, we're not going to talk much about it because, like me and Joel said, we're very superstitious when it comes to our Knicks, so we try not to say too much, to put too much out there. Um, so I'm going to say something that has nothing to do about the game. <laughs> if you are a superstar NBA player, and after this game, your tweet was, man, nothing like the garden, delete your Twitter. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing superstars talk about how great it is to play in the garden that don't want to play in the garden. Yeah, they don't want to smoke. Right. So you want to admire it, but you don't want to be a part of it. Then just right. say nothing. Just say nothing. Just say, oh, man, good game. That was a good game, great crowd. That's it. Right. Don't talk about the allure of the garden. When every time you have an opportunity to come be a part of it, you duck it. And if anybody listening thinks I'm talking to somebody in particular, I am. I'm talking to LeBron James. Delete your Twitter. Delete it. Throw it in the garbage. Because I can tell you right now, it's not, re- it's not being recipro- uh, reciprocated. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no New York fans who talk about the allure of Los Angeles. Because basketball runs through New York. Right. So think about that, you know, as you go through life, knowing that you could have been a part of one of one of, if not the greatest fan base in all of basketball. Yeah. You could have been the king of all that, but no, that you want to be just another number. Exactly. And you know, what's crazy. The name King would have been forever attached to only the name of LeBron in basketball terms, obviously. If he had come here and did what he did last year, but in a Knicks uniform. Mm -hmm. And again, no, this is not me and Joel looking back saying, oh, man, we wish we had LeBron. No, that's not what this is. This is more so it's just sickening to have people look from the outside saying, man, it looks great there. Yeah, you could have been a part of it. But since you're not, keep it all to yourself. You you Mm -hmm. could have kept that to you. Like I said, 
good game, great crowd, love to see it. That's it. Simple. Don't hype up the garden knowing that you ducked it three times. Three times. Not twice. Three times. Once going to Miami, once going back to Cleveland, and then once going to the Lakers. Three different times you ducked it. Only one time we felt like we had a chance, though. No, fair, fair, fair. I'm just saying as far as an opportunity to go there. I'm not talking right. about our belief of him coming. Right. Um, because if you really ask New York fans, if it wasn't for Stephen A. Smith, we wouldn't have really thought he was coming here. There was nothing to tell us that he was. Right. It was only Stephen A. Smith hyping every Knicks fan. Yeah, it was, oh. it was a tough time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Same with KD. It, it was just, like, depressing. Like, when, once it happened, it's like, wow, you guys yeah. suck. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and again, like Jalen Rose said, the the Nets are out there smoking the Celtics, but the story will always be the Knicks. Yeah. And that lets you know everything you need to know. Everything you need to know. But all right, let's talk a little bit about game one and a little bit about this win tonight, and that's where we're going to keep it at. We're not going to look forward. We're not going to make any predictions. Just talk about what's actually already happened. Um, Joel, walk me through your thoughts on, on game one. Game uno. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a close game for the most part, but again, we were lethargic offensively, just like this game. But um, even though there were moments in this game where we looked worse, <laughs> um, but we like couldn't, it wasn't all there, obviously, especially in the first half. It just seemed like we were, the jitters were there. They looked deer in the headlight, like Julius struggled. Um, we just didn't look great. And again, again, that happened again tonight, but we, we, were, we were able to surpass it and get past it tonight where we couldn't last time. Certain defensive plays, certain shots were going in. Um, we, were, we just seemed to be really cold, especially in first halves. And our bench has helped us a lot, a lot, a lot, especially tonight. Um, but also the first game, but I think really um, what what hurt us is um, just defensively. Like we allowed too many, too many, too many easy points, and we actually dominated the board. Not dominated, but we actually won the rebound battle in the first game, which I was very happy about. And it really just came down to we just couldn't make shots when we needed to make shots. We couldn't get stops when we needed to get stops. And there was some just like fluky ass shit that happened, and some weird calls being there, um, but. It just it's it's about making and missing, and then it came down to Trey go like he once he gets into the paint area, it's all, he rarely misses, you know what I mean? So just he, he shouldn't have got that far, but you put fucking Frank in with like you played like what nine seconds before he did that that moment, <laughs> like he's cold and you're gonna play him Trey Young at the end, but what is what it is? I even say it's not. First of all, Frank, I, I'll say this: I don't blame Frank, but he's not omitted from blame if that makes any sense. So the game wasn't lost because of Frank. The game was lost well before then, right? We should have never been in that situation. So I don't put it on Frank's shoulders, but I will not say the fact that the guy who's supposed to always be ready to play, like everybody who dresses is, was put in a situation and couldn't live up to it. That's your job, Mm -hmm. you know? So to Mm -hmm. me, he he got beat. It happens, you know. It, it happens. I'm I'm not yes. here to. to and there's nothing to feel bad about because Trey Young is not easy to guard. He's not. He's not. And it was a, it was a weird angle too. Mm-hmm. But you know, the biggest the biggest compliment I will give Atlanta was they were able to draw Taj Gibson away from the rim 
So even if Trey Young couldn't get a good look, there was really no one there to help Frank yeah. on the defense. So it was legit a one-on-one on that drive. Julius was there, but not really. So again, mm-hmm. I'm not blaming Frank, but I won't sit here and act as if a professional basketball player should not be ready to play yeah. 15 minutes or three seconds in a game and be ready for it. Um, yeah. But again, not his fault. But game one, I will say this. I said this to my dad earlier. There was one moment in game one that I said would have given us uh, the lead of six points and changed uh, the game heading into the last few few minutes of, of game one. And that was when quickly got the ball on the, the corner, the corner of, uh, it wasn't really the, the corner, but he was close to the corner. He pump faked, was wide open, went to shoot the three, thought about it, put his foot down, and then passed it. Mm. And then we had a turnover in that possession. If you're quickly, you can't ever do that. Ever. You shoot it. You just shoot it. That just seems like a Nick thing. <laughs> it does. It does. They don't like wide open. They like tough shots. <laughs> they like yeah. they like that Kobe mentality. They need nine people on them to feel comfortable shooting it. Julius but, does that. I've seen yeah. Bullock. Bullock did that today. I'm like, what are yeah. you doing? Shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah, he did it close uh, close to in the game where him and Alec Burks were playing hot potato. And it was like, can, can one of y'all shoot it? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I, I, I was very, very, very disappointed and quickly in that moment because it's like, just shoot, even if you miss it, you know, it happens, but shoot it. So, um, so, you know, fast forwarding to tonight, RJ struggled. He didn't even play in the fourth quarter, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't think he played in the fourth quarter. I didn't notice him. They were playing the hot hand towards the end. We were on no, a run. No, for sure. For sure. But it came down to, because remember, Julius was, was hot and cold. He was heating up in the third, but mm-hmm. you had sat him for so long in the fourth. He very likely could have come off cold. So if Tibbs, if Tibbs was comfortable, not comfortable, if if he was confident in RJ in this mm-hmm. game, he would have put him back in. So to know that he didn't knows that Tibbs just said, you just don't have it tonight. And I like that. I like that. I liked because my issue in game one was Obi Toppin hit a three. The Hawks called timeout. They come back from timeout. Obi's out and Randall's in. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't understand that. I don't I what am I not getting here? Yeah, you play the hot hand. Why would exactly. you sit the hot hand? <laughs> and the biggest problem of the Knicks not having an actual point guard is when Obi started getting hot, other Knicks were taking shots. You feed that kid. Feed him. Mm-hmm. See if he can do it again. Look, and if he can't, all like right. Tonight. Tonight he looked good. He did. He looked good yes. Uh not yesterday. He looked good tonight in game one. Um, so to me, I like it. If, if you're telling me Obi's confidence took a regular season to grow and in a playoffs, he's going to step up. I'll take that every day of the week. It is. He's looked better in the last two games that he has majority of the season. <laughs> yep. So I, I'm proud of him. But like I said, Nick fans, there's a lot to be excited about, but we oh, also sure. have to, we also have to act like we've been here before. And what I mean by that is, all the smack and stuff you're talking, we got to remember these guys have to back it up. And they've shown that, A, they could fight for a win, but they've also shown they can fold for one. So it's the idea of, you know, let's take it a game at a time. They need to put their heads down. I told my dad, I thought, and what do I know? I've never played basketball a day in my life. But to me, I thought the Knicks, the best way for them to win 
is to cater the game to them. And that's making it a dogfight. If you notice, nobody on that Atlanta team likes to get rough. They like to cry a lot, though. But they don't like the, they don't have any dogs over there. No, not really. So to me, it's make the game. They do. Chihuahuas, I'm playing. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. What'd you say? So no, they do. They have chihuahuas. <laughs> right. Yes, they got chihuahuas over there. So to me, ground and pound, attack them at the rim. I know Capella's scary. I know he is. But the only way, only way you can get him in foul trouble is to attack the rim. That's how you get him out of the game. Attack the rim. That's what they did to Collins tonight. They got him in foul trouble early. Oh, you yeah. Know. It was a non-factor. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, to me, it's the idea of you got to attack the rim. You just have to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying do it at the expense of a win, but try. Attack the rim. See if you can get a couple foul calls. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, we can't keep – because here's the thing, and I told my dad this, and a lot of people don't understand this. I know you get this. There's a difference between having guys that can shoot threes and having three-point shooters. Oh, yeah. We have guys that can shoot threes. We don't have – like, they have automatic guys over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bondanovich was shooting threes from the Knicks logo. We don't – we don't have – Oh, that Someone was Herder. I'm sorry. That was Herder. Um, so we don't have the, the advantage of that. So it's the idea of don't get into a shooting match with these guys. Yeah, don't you don't want – Have them play to your game. Fuck, though, in that second – that second half, third quarter. Ice cold, like Trey right. Young. <laughs> right, but that's – but see, that's – that's what happens when you have shooters. They could get really hot or extremely cold. I mean, obviously, that's what any player can, but more so really with shooters because it's all about the field. So, to me, we have scorers that mm-hmm. can shoot. Use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Go to the rim. Alec Burks, go to the rim. Rose, go to the rim quickly. Little floaters. RJ, yeah. go to the rim. Attack the basket. Randall. Yeah, I would say quick, quickly and, and Bullock are more shooters. Right, um, right, right, right. But they're not – but you get what I'm saying in the idea of they can shoot threes, but they're not three-point shooters. I mean, that's all they can do. I mean, quickly can do other things. But Bullock is really more of a, a jump shooter. That's really right, all he can right, do. Right, But, okay, <laughs> so just for anyone listening, what I – the diff- what I mean by the difference, I know you get me, but I'm just explaining to people that, that are listening. <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Ray Allen, guys like that, even James Harden to a degree, those are three point shooters. Like they're mm-hmm. they're they're elite from that three point that three snipers. Right. We have guys that can shoot the three, a la LeBron can shoot the three, a la right. LeBron can shoot the three, a la, you know what I'm saying? Kyrie mm-hmm. can shoot the three. Donovan Mitchell, guys like that. I would call Durant a shooter. Say it again? I would say Durant's good enough to call a shooter. Okay, yeah, okay. So we can take Durant out. Jason Tatum can shoot the three. Jalen Brown can shoot the three. Jimmy Butler can shoot the three. But they're not three-point shooters. (laughs) Not well, yes, not well. So that's what I mean by the difference, because I know people will hear that and go, a shooter's a shooter. No, not no, really. There's a difference, yeah. (laughs) There's a difference. There's a difference. Nobody's (laughs) – Nobody's <laughs> Reggie Bullock and Ray Allen in the same So that's the difference, just so people have an idea what I mean. Um, but, yeah, so we play again Friday. Like Friday. I said, uh, you know, we're going into hostile territory. Knicks were better uh, better this season at home than they were on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously they won games on the road, clearly, but they were better off at home. Now, what I'm going to say to the Knicks is, and, again, we're not – 
We're not talking any predictions or anything. But mm. if they were giving Trey Young calls in the garden, they will be very ridiculous in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear from the fans. I don't want to hear from the players. I don't want to hear the whining. You know that. Just like you know when you play James Harden, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Prepare yeah. for it and execute. That's it. I don't want to hear any whining from the fan base or the players. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. So just prepare for it. Go out and fight hard. That's it. That's all you can do. Right. That's all I got for the Knicks. You got anything else? No, not much. I mean, I think I said everything I needed to say. I'm just – it's nice to get a win for the first time in eight years. <laughs> so, in the playoffs. So, it's nice. It just feels good to have one under our notch. And, like, to go to Atlanta and, look, Atlanta – it's not. I'm not. It's not a city. I'm. I'm scared to play in because I, I believe there's a lot of Nick fans in Atlanta. Yes. Uh, so it's it's a transplant city. So it's never been a city like that terrorizes us. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, we'll see how we play in there. Uh, like you said, we've been better uh, at home. So we need to at least take one. You know. That's what I was just telling my aunt. If if it's two two going back to the Garden, I feel a hundred percent secure in a game seven in the Garden. Right. Right. So that's but anyway, like we said, we're not gonna talk anymore about that. Let's move on. I wanna really quickly before we get out of basketball, I don't know what it is about uh no, let me let me rephrase this question. Uh, because I don't wanna make it to where it's it sounds like I'm celebrating a team that I know you hate. So let me let me <laughs> this question better. Do you feel as though the uh the Clippers are just quitting? Um I think they've psyched themselves out at this point. It's like they, they can't seem to get out of their own way based on like I watched that game and there were moments where they, they fought back, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not saying it's being they, they made some dumb decisions. Like they played small at weird points and uh you shouldn't it shouldn't be that hard to score on Dallas in certain moments and it shouldn't be that hard to you know who you got. You have two really good great uh, or you have really good perimeter defenders. Like how hard is it to figure out some type of scheme? To at least slow him down, not stop him, but I don't know. I will say this. What's even worse for the Clippers is you got two all all defensive, uh, you know, all pro defensive guys in Kawhi and Paul George, right? Mm -hmm. So the fact that you can't designate one of them to just guarding Luka and making it tough for Luka shows you that neither one of them are willing to do that because it seems like they want to give 20% on defense against Luca and the rest of it in offense. And it's like, that's not how, that's not how basketball works. Somebody has to guard them. Right. And Marcus Morris can't. Well, so, Patrick, oh, <laughs> Patrick Beverly can't. So somebody's going to have to guard him. How many times does he got to get beat before you realize, look, it's not working. <laughs> apparently, apparently 4-0 is what they got to get Joel before they realize it. So, um, again, I, I want to make sure we're keeping this about the Clippers and we're not celebrating the Mavericks. Um, oh, but um, I'm watching – I've been watching Miami close mm-hmm. and I've been watching L.A. close because um, it, it's, it's in the back of my head, man. I can't get out of my head what uh, Brian Windhorst said, Joel. I can't get it out of my head. I, he, remember when he said um, like four or five months ago that he's, he has it on good authority – that a superstar uh, wants out of their respective team to go to New York. 
Um, yeah, he never, he never gave a name. So right. I've been spending all season looking for looking for a team that has a superstar that's in a in a winning position mm-hmm. but can't win. And it's right. like ah, stuck in limbo. Exactly, and it's like I'm looking at the Clippers and I'm going. No way either Paul George or Kawhi will, will want to continue with each other knowing that it just doesn't work. Right. It if just does not work. And it, it's, I don't know. Uh, that, um, will you, that's the thing. How do you clean that up? <laughs> to me, to me, and, and let's let's take the Knicks out of this so no one thinks I'm being biased here. Let's take the Knicks completely out of it. We're not talking to Knicks. To me, the reason why it doesn't work, and it, it's just the way that they, they scheme themselves offensively. But when you watch those two play, they're playing hot potato. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I'm going to go ISO. No, all right, I'm going to go ISO. So it, it, it reminds mm-hmm. me of what I kept saying last year between Marcus Morris and Julius Randle. Do you yeah. even draw X's and O's? Because it seems like whatever he writes on the clipboard, when Julius and Marcus took the floor last year, they just said, hell to all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ISO. Are you open? So, Are you open? <laughs> right so that's why i'm like when you watch them play it seems like you either need to build that team around Kawhi, where it's Kawhi and shooters a really good point guard and shooters or you know do that around paul george but you can't keep them both because it just it seems like it does not work together not saying that they can't play together but it just it seems redundant at this point they both cancel each other out they get on the court they play lackadaisical defense um and they just want to iso so it's like, well, I only need one of you to do this. <laughs> like, I don't need, I need two of you to do this. Well, how much um, coaching, say it again. So how much of that is on coaching, though? Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem, okay? Let's say, let's say, you know, not you. I'm just, you, let's use someone else. You're on a dating spree. You date the first girl, doesn't work out. She says, mm-hmm. you know, you're too needy. You date the next girl, she says you're too needy. At some point, it's not the girls. It's probably you. So the fact that they had Doc Rivers, a NBA championship coach, then Tyron Lue, an NBA championship coach, and the results seem to be the same, that you can't get to the finals, kind of sounds like a player problem, not a coaching problem. I don't know. I've never been a big Ty Lue guy. I won't argue that. I will not argue that. But my biggest issue is Doc Rivers. Okay, let, let's just say this then. Okay, I'll go off your premise. Let's let's just say this then. If they keep this team and they get another coach and mm-hmm. then they don't make it, well, that's the fact that they're they're struggling now. I mean, if you can't figure it out with those two, that team, I don't care what coach it is. <laughs> like, there you go. So that's what I'm saying. It's a personnel thing. It's it's a player thing. Uh, maybe it's just those two players need better players around them. I would tell you. I would tell you most likely everybody else in the NBA would love to have that team. Yeah, I looked. I looked at them as title contenders. You know, everybody did. So you know, now it makes a lot of sense when Shannon kept saying that they were skipping, uh, that they were avoiding the Lakers in, in this first round. Oh well. Mm-hmm. You avoided the Lakers only to get punched in the mouth by Luca. So again, I'm not one of those people that looks at a 2-0 and goes and goes, it's over. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta win, you gotta win two more games if you're the Mavericks. That's not I, easy. I think Ibaka's still hurt too. I agree. I, I completely agree. But again, it comes down to the fact that both those games were winnable games for the Clippers and they just didn't win it. 
Simple as that. So got to pull it out. But like I said, I'm paying attention to Jimmy Butler over there in Miami, who's looking like, because again, we, we've said this numerous times, Joel. Jimmy yeah. Butler is a better version of Draymond. And what I mean by that is he's a scrappy defender. He's a good rebounder. He's a good assist guy. But he's not somebody that can consistently give you points. So it's the idea of Jimmy Butler could have a great game and then rebound it with a 15-point game. So it's mm-hmm. the idea of Jimmy Butler looks like at this point he needs somebody who is an who is like a who is like an alpha for him to fit into the mold of it. So right. if the game needs him to drop 30, he can do that for that game. But it won't need him to do that over the course of seven game series. It might need it for two or three games and that's it. Mm-hmm. So um so again, like I said, and I, I told you before, even though they're probably kicking themselves now. Uh, with the injury that Oladipo had, but I told you when Oladipo was traded there, that was that was a shining thing for me. It was just like you got Oladipo there now, so it seems like you want to get younger with this roster. I don't see you needing to hold on to Jimmy Butler. Um, oh, no, Oladipo is not going to help that. I mean, I can't stay healthy to begin with. <laughs> that's fair. That's that that is absolutely fair. That is absolutely fair. But I do think what Miami's been able to pride themselves off of is it's it's a team mentality Mm. so if victor can stay healthy for let's say next year is 72 games again he can stay healthy for 48 of them that's that's not that's not the worst and then he's healthy for the playoffs it's not the worst it's not great (laughs) but it's not the worst um so like i said i'm paying attention to some of these guys um and they look unhappy so bravo all of them are the free agent too i think who all the depot Oh, that's right. Yeah, he would have to be resigned. Yeah, yeah, you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Um, but all right, is there any other thing basketball wise you want to talk about? I, I I didn't feel the need for us to talk about the Celtics. <clears throat> we hate the Celtics and the Nets, so yeah, it's really like I mean, this is heartening to see blowouts. Uh, I would really like to see at least closer games. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it is what it is. That's something they're gonna have to figure out over there in Boston, also. Um, because you don't want to run into the problem they have with Doc Rivers. To where it's mm-hmm. like, man, you know, he's such an elite coach. We're going to hold on to him, you know, to the very end. And it's like, you maybe should have let go of Doc Rivers a few years sooner mm-hmm. than you did. Um, so, some friends so, are a little more loyal than others. Look at um, Dallas. Look at San Antonio. That's, uh, look at Miami. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, so, again, my, my suggestion to them would be evaluate how this team looks, um, you know, fully healthy next year. Oh, shit. My bad. Sorry. What, what happened? Uh, I'm watching the Grizzlies jazz, jazz game. Oh, shoot. Like, you fucking body – not body center. Like, look like cross like cross body block. <laughs> uh, um, I, I forgot to put that out. I was re-watching the Knicks again. <laughs> uh, I just turned it on. Okay. Um, yeah, so whatever. We don't care about Brooklyn or, or, or Boston. Um, all right, so we can move outside of basketball. Uh, anything football you want to talk about? You want to talk about this Julio Jones story going around? We can, but yeah, you know, it's really nothing yet until until he's moved, you know. Then we can, it's just, uh, yeah, it's like who else is uh, oh, Aaron Rodgers, same shit. Aaron Rodgers, same thing. I, mm-hmm. here's the problem with it. Here's the problem with it. I said this before if you're Atlanta. <laughs> why you didn't trade Julio in the draft to get draft assets to rebuild your team. You decided you wanted to go all in on Matt Ryan. So it's the idea of 
why are you still holding on to a player who clearly doesn't want to be there? I don't. I never understand that with an, with an NFL team. You've already yeah, lost your leverage. Mm-hmm. Let him go. They're <laughs> still gonna get a decent load because he's I still. Do you know what they're asking for right now? First round pick and. No, they're asking for a second rounder. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, because they lost their leverage, Joel. Like, unless you come up to a team that's desperate, like. The Ravens, I'm sure, would be desperate to have a Julio Jones. So they would probably give you a first round. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of these teams handle some of their, their offensive problems in the draft or free agency. So it's, it's that. And also remember, a lot of the NFL is cash-strapped. So they can't afford that contract of his. So if you're the Falcons, you don't have many options. You've got to let them go. And you might get shafted for it. But that's the problem you have. Again, the Falcons are in the same situation with Julio that the Cavs were with Kyrie. Kyrie went to you quietly and said, trade me. You decided to take your time. He decided to make it public. Then you got shafted. The Falcons, same thing. The, uh, according to um, Ian Rappaport, Julio went to the Falcons months ago and said, trade me. They didn't, you know, they started to take their time. So he made it public. And now you're going to get shafted. It's what happens. Organizations fall for this okie doke every goddamn time. Right. Every time. When a player asks you quietly, do it. Do it immediately. That way, your your fan base can't blame you. You can put all the all the blame on Julio. But once Julio makes it public and says, "Hey, I did everything I could. You know, they don't want to. You know, they don't want to help me win, so I want to go." Your fan base is going to go. Oh, well, he's right. <laughs> We do suck, so, you know, why not? Um, but, all right, nothing else to really talk about that. Aaron Rodgers, who's, who cares? He's in the NFC. The NFC is run by the Giants, so who cares? Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, we got a trailer from the Eternals. Yes, we did. Uh, me and, I told AJ, me and you called it. We really? said they were waiting to see if she – oh, God, I just saw the play you were talking about. <laughs> that was balls all in his face. Um, <laughs> we said they were waiting to see if she won the Oscar. She did win the Oscar. We said it would be about a week or two, uh, and then they would release it. It was within a week or two, and they mm-hmm. released it. Um, I'm going to tell you, like I told AJ, uh, this did nothing for me in the sense of you already know my excitement for this movie it didn't enhance it or lower it. I know nothing about the eternal. So I watched this and went, these are great visuals, but again, I, I know nothing about who I'm looking at. So at the end of the day, it was, I I have to wait until the movie I'm actually in front of it to know anything of what I'm looking at. Um, I think what saved the trailer, well, not saved, but I think what enhanced the trailer for me to actually really, truly get excited was the last scene of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going back through the trailer and seeing cap shields in the back and stuff like that. Um, so it was the idea of, okay, all right, now you got me. Now I know where it takes place timeline wise. Cause I, I didn't know that. I don't think any of us for sure knew that it was definitive. This movie would take place in, in the present. Uh, we knew at some point it would get to it. Um, but you know, like I said, I knew nothing about it. So I was kind of just like, ooh, visuals. Um, <laughs> but I want to ask you this because you said this was one of your favorite characters, and I think you even spoke on this, but AJ asked me this, and I said, I don't, I don't know, AJ, because I think they explained it at the beginning of the movie. 
AJ thinks it's very possible that uh, Wakanda got some of their technology from was it Gil- it's not Gilgamesh. What is what is his name? Fastos. Fastos. Um, I told AJ only reason I would say no is I kind of feel like Black Panther explained it very thoroughly at the beginning of their movie where their technology came from. Um, now, could something have happened that they retcon it? Sure. But I thought that was a pretty self-explanatory uh, explanation that they gave. But do you think that that's possible? And then your thoughts on the trailer? Um, I think Wakanda itself will try to, will more or less be its own thing. You know, they, they remain a very isolated country, you know? Mm-hmm. I do believe Fastos may have played a fa- uh, uh, played a role in humanity's technology. Right. General, not just Wakanda, you know, like, like the world, you know? Because yeah. he's that old, you know? So he, you can't tell me at some point he didn't mess around and design this or that or influence this thing or that you know what i mean yeah you believe technology in general will have been um in this word (laughs) um okay so i'll ask you more specifically so do you think specifically to that he helped wakanda i don't think specifically wakanda no okay all right all right, so so you so what did this trailer do for you? Because you know more about the Eternals than I do. So what did the trailer do for you? Um, not much, because I felt like it, if anything, it felt like it held back. You know, <laughs> like uh, it, it was nice seeing them in action. You know, that was cool and hearing them talk finally. Um, but it didn't show me enough for me to get more excited than I already am. Um, and I do know a lot. Comic book knowledge. I don't know how that's going to play a factor in movies, and how they're going, what they're util, and like how they're going to utilize their history and how they're going to bring it to life. You know, I really, I really don't because it just seems like they're aliens, <laughs> and you know, they're not technically. I mean, they're they're more like created by aliens than they are aliens in the comic book. You know what I mean, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So for me, it, we'll see how it's played out because if they got there in the beginning. It's mankind with that spaceship and they've obviously helped influence the world that's cool um and i know that in the comic books there's more than that there's even more um, eternals than what we've seen um i do look forward to seeing how they explain where they've been uh like what they've been doing even though um i thought they explained it pretty well that they've just stayed out of everything <laughs> all well, like they live their lives <laughs> What I'll say, what I'll say is, and I get all the fans' confusion. I get that sometimes it's overplayed confusion, but mm-hmm. I, I will say, what kind of was confusing is in the trailer, they say, you know, it's time that we stop hiding. I'm paraphrasing, but mm-hmm. it's time we stop hiding. And what's confusing about that is, you legit, you know, what it reminds me of, and we criticize this, Joel. It reminds me of Martian Manhunter. You yeah. sat through all that. And now you're like, you know what? Let me go ahead and help y'all. Dog, we di- we had to reverse time because we lost. <laughs> like, what do you mean now you want to help? So, yeah, that's the question. What brings them out? Like, why now? Why now? Right. And I think, I think the trail, because here's what was confusing. The trailer made it seem very prehistoric. Like, before everything we know now, right? Yeah, that is. And then you is. hear, right. But then you hear, 
it's time that we step in. So is the danger in that timeline or now? I'm assuming now because they seem it seems like they based on everything I've looked at and read, it seems like they have not been together for a very long time and now they're getting back together. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Okay. They're kind of their own lives and that's why they, they, they haven't interfered because they really haven't been together. They've been thousands, who knows how many years not seeing each other, not talking to each other. I mean, um, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, that's what I mean. That they're not really a team at the moment. They're just kind of normal. <laughs> so it's just a matter of what bring what brings them together again. What what factor is like are these damn um, deviants coming? Like where where have they been? Like that's true. Like why have all of them stay out of the uh, like 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 the hero game basically? Uh, and they, I don't know. We'll have to see. There, there's a lot of answers, like questions that need to be answered. Now I will say this: two things. One is a lot of us thought, damn, the ancient one sat back through like all this, but then you see it uh in game and she wasn't helping, but I mean she was doing something. Right. She wasn't just watching. Right. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know, you could make the case that she was really just defending the sanctum sanctorum, or you could say that she was helping. What whatever, but she was, she was <laughs> doing something. She wasn't in the crib just sipping tea. So it's possible that in this movie we get shots of that individually, not as a team, individually, they were doing small things to help however they could. Like there right. might have been a moment where, um, you know, there was a scene where, uh, you know, Stark, uh, so, uh, someone got taken out mm-hmm. and then Stark turns around and there's no one there. That could have been the, the, the eternal that, that runs really fast. They could have mm-hmm. taken it out and that's how Stark, you know, I'm just saying it's possible they could have done stuff in this movie <laughs> to show us what they've done. I right. think the biggest question I had coming out of this was one of these members is a cousin of Thanos. So my I question mean, is a lot of them are. <laughs> okay. So then my question is when he came here to destroy everything, why was that not a red flag? Of like, Oh shit. We should probably like, we should probably call him up and see like what's, what's going on. Well, that's the thing. We don't know <laughs> the, again, the connection with, we know in the comic books they are, uh, we don't know how that's going to play out here. Um, and they've been separated a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but that talking, would be what would bring you back. Yeah, but like Thanos um, was born in, on whatever, uh, that planet. They probably never met Thanos. You know what I mean? Oh, you're saying they probably won't go the route of the comics. And, 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 and in this instance, even if they are related, they probably never have met. Right. That's what okay. I'm trying to say. Okay. Not a problem. Because they're, we're all, like, you got to remember, like, they're, like you said, they're cousins, so their parents were already on Titan, you know right. what I mean, when they had, uh, um, and that's what happened in the comics, too, but they, that's where he was born, on Titan, and the Eternals are from Earth, technically, so right. they don't know him, <laughs> and if they don't leave Earth, they'll never know him, you know what I mean, so we don't know where they've left Earth since they've been on Earth, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you, like I said, I wasn't one of those people that completely freaked out, or like, where have they been? I'm sure that I'm sure I'm sure Feige understands that is a question people logically have. I mean, you know, I have no answer it because you got Eternals that has to answer that. Fantastic Four, X Men, <laughs> got a lot. Right, right. So I'm sure he understands all these have to be answered, uh, and you know, allow the man to do his job. So I'm not freaking out, but I'm I, you know, and I let a few people down that were looking to contact me and and feed off of my height but i told them a i don't know about the eternals and i don't mm-hmm. want to i want i'm I'm sick of having knowledge heading into something 
and then expecting it to be what I'm used to. So mm-hmm. if there's something that I don't know, I'm just never going to research it. So after I see it and then I can go, oh, they hit this mark, that mark, that mark. But during it, I want to know nothing anymore. If I don't know it, I want to keep it that way. Right. Um, so that's what I'm doing with the Eternal. So I let a lot of people down here like, oh, man, I thought you're going to be really excited. I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know the same things you don't know. So to me, I'm going into it the same way you are completely mm-hmm. knowing nothing and just being excited for whatever they give. But it didn't like me and you talked, we were our excitement for this movie more. So is we believe it will be how they explain X-Men. Right. All right. So mutants more, more specifically mutants. Right. mutants and even um, we said this when this movie didn't even start filming, we said this. Yeah. So it's the idea of, that's where a lot of my excitement was because again i don't know the characters so to see this this doesn't make me a hundred percent more interested in in rushing to know the characters it makes me more interested in knowing how this is an overarching of the world that they're building uh post iron man and cat so it's the idea of you're bringing in all these brand new faces that you're saying have been here so it's now all it's now the idea of how do you explain how they've been here and none of them have come and helped. So mm-hmm. that's where my mindset is. I didn't hate the trailer. I thought it was dope. I thought it was mm-hmm. really awesome. I enjoyed like, the visuals. I, I did like I like I agree with you. Like uh it didn't do nothing for me to get super excited. I was already excited and I just maintained it. Right. I you know, oh. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so it, I mean it's like here's the difference we were only hearing things about the Batman. So when we got the trailer, it exceeded everything for us. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we literally didn't know what to expect with Mm -hmm. this. It wasn't a thing of, we didn't know what to expect. It was just the idea of you're not bringing in a, you know, you're not bringing in a team that you've introduced earlier in the MCU. And now we're finally seeing them. You're bringing in a group that you're now telling us story wise has always been here, but now it's our first time seeing them. So it's right. like that's a that's a harder level to achieve. So it's the idea of again, it did its job, you know, it made people talk. People were yeah. talking. Um, you know, like I said, I love the the end credit trailer scene <laughs> that we got. Mm-hmm. Um of you know, who's gonna run things now that there's no cap in Iron Man? And he's like, yeah. well, maybe I will. And it's like yeah, ha. <laughs> ha, definitely not um well, they thought it was funny too <laughs> like, right right the fact that they laughed was even was even funnier uh, um but i liked it and i'll pass it to you to get your thoughts but the reason why i liked it was i thought that was meta and what i mean by that was that's a question we have it's right. it is going to be the new face of the avengers because we know it was steve it wasn't stark and stark even said that stark said it yeah, ain't I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I got the money. That's it. He's, that's the guy. So we know it was Captain America. And because Falcon's now Captain America does not make him the face of the Avengers. The title isn't what made Steve uh, the face of the Avengers. So it's the idea of, does he, does he earn that? You know, cause again, all yeah, the Avengers are gone. <laughs> they're, they're spread, they're spread all around the world or all around the galaxy or whatever. So it's the idea of what brings them back and then how do they agree on who is now the face of the Avengers? Yeah, we got it. That'll 
be told in time. <laughs> Absolutely. No need for us to rush. But that's why I said I enjoyed the scene because it was meta because they were asking the same question we've been asking. For sure. So I was like, oh, that's dope. <laughs> Even the characters in the story are just like, I'm curious too, guys. Um, but how did you like that scene? I liked it. You know, I know some people didn't like it. They thought it was cheesy or whatever. But like, I thought, you know, it's not really for us. It's for people that don't know who, who these characters are. And so mentioning the Avengers just lights people's eyes up. They're like, oh, shit, they know the Avengers. Or they know of them. <laughs> They're keeping track, you know. Right. Um, that's really what it came down to. So it was just a nice little joke amongst themselves. Uh, and we, bar- we barely know these characters as is, so. Like once we get to know these characters, maybe a little mean a little more, and we'll even have an answer. <laughs> You're like, oh, maybe this guy can, or this guy should. Right. No, so um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. This movie comes out later this year. Um, you know, like I read the current comic of uh, Eternals, and it's pretty decent. It's not bad. Um, and they had a lot of the same characters so far, and they've even made some of the changes that they've made in the movies to match the comic books already. Yeah, they have to like try to make things work. Like, oh, so they can die and come back and even a different gender <laughs> if they want, you know. Right. So it'll be interesting. It'll be real interesting. But all right, I want to move on to the topic that since last night I could not wait to talk to somebody about. And please tell me, because of the stupid ass nets, it got pushed back. But please tell me you saw. Superman and Lois. I saw it this morning, yes. Perfect. Talk about a <laughs> swerve. That's <laughs> how you swerve. Are you serious? <laughs> Bro, yeah. I I had the I had the purest nerdgasm of my life. Dude, do you want to know what happened just before they announced that? So they revealed that. What? You know the scene with him and his daughter like working on the shit? Yeah. I'm like, man, I really wish they did steal. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm watching work and I'm like, I would love to see, because I'm looking at them and like, that could have been John and Natasha, like his, his niece is Natasha Irons, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He's the second steal. Now, I was watching them together and they looked just like them. So I'm like, Damn it, yo, he's an inventor. I mean, they, they could have done it, but they, they always, they, I keep thinking about Supergirl, how they fucked that up. I'm like, that could have been John instead of Jimmy. It was so stupid. Um, and it would have worked perfectly. Uh, and then, like, as I was thinking about that and, and upset that we haven't seen a, a live action John Henry since fucking Shaq, <laughs> so, uh, they fucking do it. Like, a couple minutes later, they reveal, like, Whoa, shit i called it i was like this is bull that's crazy now i didn't know it was him but that that's what that scene reminded me of him like when he was working on the armor and shit mm-hmm. like damn it reminded me of like they, we could do it a, a live action and we don't do it uh and it's funny because um that's the character in legends um hank i think, I think hank hank with the, the archaeologist character mm-hmm. um code name is technically steel even though in the comic books it's citizen steel Right, and they meant they called him still this week as like a joke, even though that's that's his code name. Um, but I'm like, yeah, and then it, it brought me back to like, all right, we still haven't seen the other steel, and why haven't we seen live action steel in so long? Uh, and so for it to happen all within the same week, it's just like surreal, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I 
I was so caught off guard. And I think what I love the most about it is we now no longer have to go, well, damn, how are we going to see John Cryer again? That's well, been yeah. answered. Yeah. That's been answered. So that was a great, that was a great caveat to everything. But what I think really made my mind blow was that was a great buildup, right? Because I'm like, oh, damn, he's about to find out, like, he's a Lex of, like, a different world, like a, a good guy Lex that, you know, was just driven by a bad Superman. I'm like, I right. love this. Right. And then when she said his name, I'm like, oh, oh. And then it did not hit me. Like, I, I obviously, I, I understood who it was by the name. But mm-hmm. the nerdgasm didn't come. So he summoned the Ronin Hammer. I call it oh. the Ronin Hammer because it looks just <laughs> like Ronin Hammer. But right. when he summoned the hammer, I said, oh, no. they did it, bro. Like, they they really gave us steel. They did yeah. it. It's like, I love the swerve. Go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. No, he's like, you're not the man of steel. I am. He's like, oh. Yes. And it's like, oh, my God. And I think what I loved the most about it was we know steel comes from the hope of Superman. Yeah. He was uh, inspired. Right. The fact that he was broken down by Superman and he's now the result of Superman is beautiful. I love that turn. Because obviously, you know, at some point, I don't think they're going to kill him off. At some point, I think he'll turn and he'll be, you know, uh, I, I think, right. I think he'll he'll make the the suit again, but more comic accurate. Um, and you know, they'll be partners, and that'll be great. Like I wouldn't <laughs> even mind, I wouldn't even mind it if they play an Oliver and Diggle role. No, that'd be cool. I mean, they're, they're, well, obviously, it's a, it's a different world, John Henry. I guess I, that's the thing that confused me because I'm like. And what was the whole Luthor thing? I was so confused. I think he did that as a swerve so Superman wouldn't really pay attention to who he really was. <laughs> yeah, I got to do more research because that's where I got confused. Like, oh, then how was it? Or did he hit any of a tag that said Luthor too? I was yeah, so I confused. think he was really trying to just catch Superman off guard. Yeah, because so she thought or they thought he was related to Luther. Right. And they've looked at all the databases like he's not related DNA wise to anybody, not to Luthor at least, you know what I mean? Exactly. And they found the fingerprints and they say yeah, he belongs to a John Henry Iron. They're like, "What the fuck? Who? How?" <laughs> I was so confused. Um I wanted to ask you this before before we get out of this. Was it weird to you to see multiple Superman? Like, were they all Superman, or were they supposed to be clones of Superman? Like, I thought that they was... were. I just thought they were Kryptonians. I didn't even think about them being other Superman. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't really. We didn't get a close up of all of them, did we? No, we didn't. But that's what was weird to me because I'm like, okay, maybe in this world, I. You know what, Joel? I thought they pulled what? an Invincible. I thought. <laughs> I thought it was all the Viltrumites <laughs> coming there <laughs> and we about to take over. Well, that's uh, it. So I was I was very confused on what I was seeing, but I think they're doing. I think what happened in that world is what's being done on the current world, and that's what he's trying to stop. That no, they're, no, they're no. creating I, I, new Kryptonians. No, I got that, but I wasn't sure if they were saying that was multiple Supermen, or right. like you just said, what's happening now, which is clonings of of Superman. Yeah, um, I'm not really sure what they're doing, but they're creating Kryptonians. You're like, okay, uh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> That was really weird, but um, but I I did enjoy, it. and I'm gonna call this now, Joel. I know I'm 100 percent wrong, but you know how I like to jump out on a ledge. All right. I think Lana Lang's husband is gonna become um, the the cyborg that has a the kryptonite inside of him. 
Metallo? Yes. Yes. Because they, were, they did yeah. Metallo already. Where? Supergirl. I don't know how I don't know how sworn they are to anything Supergirl has done. <laughs> they already did, and, I, I, and I actually believe Superman fought him. Did he? Yeah, well, I think that, that was so, way better than I would. That was the Superman debut. I think it was against Metallo. Damn, because I'm like they got to do so, they got to do something uh, with his character as like some kind of development, and I think <laughs> making him Metallo to where he's you know he has a sworn disdain. He's a conservative. That's his. That's his role. He's a conservative view of the the uh, of the show. Oh my god! Throw that shit in the garbage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this was a great episode. I I love what they're doing with this show, man. I love it so much, and now I'm kind of like hearing hearing what's his name talk about Diggle saying like, oh, he's he's gonna be facing the consequences of not accepting the ring. I'm like, why do y'all do this? Why? Yeah, why do y'all why? make it so difficult? Why? Why would he do that? <laughs> like, I'm just like, but like as as content creators, as you know, as forward pushers, why would you do that? Because then my question would be, Joel, why did you ever need to incorporate him in the ring? Mm-hmm. If you're not a character that actually gets the ring. So it's like you force that, but then you do it. And now it's like, well, now fans have to wait for it to pay off. We did. We did wait. <laughs> we waited yeah. forever. And now we're here, and you're like, you just got to wait longer. No, no, thank you. No, not, not interested. Make him Green Lantern now <laughs> with Superman, or I'm just not interested. I don't want to see John Diggle, the human, team up with Superman. I just have no interest in seeing that. It's cool yeah. on Flash, but I don't need to see that in this show. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm, let me not say I'm not looking forward to it. I'm very nervous that in the episode it'll be a very, very human John Diggle interacting with Superman. Pretty sure it'll be human Diggle. It's just a matter of like how they're going to explain why he's there. Why is he, Why did he move to Metropolis? That's another question. Yeah. Well, apparently you'll be getting a first shot of first crack because you know I don't watch it. You'll be getting the first crack of John Diggle apparently on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, but that's really more like they're in the, the past or some shit. And it's a guy that's Diggle plays a character. I mean, the actor plays a character that looks like Diggle. Oh, so it's not actually John that goes on a mission with them. Right, right. Oh, okay, okay. Then never mind. My bad, my bad. See, yeah, yeah, it's David Ramsey playing a character. He looks like Diggle with the mustache. That's really all it is. Okay, okay. Because that that pissed me off. Okay, so you calmed me down on that. Um, <laughs> I, I really did enjoy this episode, man. This show's, this show's really great. I, I've been enjoying the show a lot more than I thought I would, especially as a guy who is not the biggest Superman fan. Um, I'm loving this show, man. This is really good. Yeah, it's really the best CW superhero show at the moment. You know, until Stargirl gets back, for sure. Oh, of course. <laughs> for so sure. Right. Stargirl gets back. <laughs> As of right now, yeah. yeah. So, of this season, Super Superman and Lois, so I'd say number one. I'd say Black Lightning, too. It was really good. I'm sad to see it go. The finale was this week, too. And they um, just nixed the, uh, the spinoff. Oh uh, yeah, well, no one really needed to see that. Um, not at all. No, no. Even though that character got him, mean, he was pretty cool. And I, uh, it was pretty interesting what they were trying to do with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I didn't need to see a show about it. No, no, for no, no offense to to painkiller fans, but like they really were forced in it there. Um, but I did love the swear. Every episode was a swear. I loved. I loved that about this season was like that. Every episode kind of ended on a cliffhanger, 
which I appreciated. And then the, the, even the finale left you like, oh, fuck, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I love that. I love that a lot. Um, so, so I got to ask you this. As someone who knows you, how heartbroken mm-hmm. are you that it, se- that it it seems like you'll never get the one thing you're asking for? Oh, yeah. It hurts me. Every- yeah, I want to see the outsiders and I didn't get that. That's the one thing that show did not do, at least not the right way. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which hurt me the most. Yeah, which I really sucks want- because you have yeah. Katana, yeah, have Black Lightning, yeah. You know there was a Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, yeah. I I like I like would be where the Batman did with Metamorpho. So Metamorpho is who I definitely wanted. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you could have done that, and. I think I think what would make these CW shows better is if they did self-contained um, team-ups. So like an episode arc, like a three-episode arc of Black Lightning, where it's the introduction of the Outsiders. You know, a three-episode arc that's the introduction of Impulse. Like do that. Do more self-contained team-ups mm-hmm. because there's teams within teams. Yeah, like, I would have loved to have seen if it was connected. I would have loved to have seen Wally if we had an actual, you know, permanent Wally, a three episode arc that spins off into Wally joining the Titans. You know what I'm saying? Like, do stuff like that because you have the ability to do it. Do more self contained. You don't always have to do well. We got all the crayons in a box, so we're gonna we're gonna mash them all together. No, just take yeah. notes. Well, the apparently, grays with the Browns, the Grays with the Grays, you know, do it like that. Next season, the Flash is going to be something similar, where like the first eight episodes will be individual team ups or some shit like that. Um, where it's not a, like an actual crossover event, but like it'll be like, more like isolated crossover episodes to start. Wow. So that'll be a version of the crossover for next season because it's hard to top what they already did. <laughs> so you have right. to go slowly and re- rebuild it, you know. Right. Um, well, I will tell you this. The best thing The Flash ever did was in this fucking storyline. Um, so I guess we're getting okay. close to the finale, I guess, because Cisco is about to be gone. Um, so I guess we're getting close to the finale, which if that's the case, this is I, I'll, I'll say this, Joel. I have not watched Supergirl. I have not watched Black Lightning. I have not watched Legends of Tomorrow. But if The Flash is over within the next few weeks, all three of those shows are better than The Flash. And I haven't even seen an episode. Well, then you haven't watched an episode of Supergirl, then. <laughs> You're telling me it's it's Supergirl uh, has been worse than Flash? Yeah, it's been worse than Flash. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even know that shit was possible. I'm like, <laughs> what am I watching, bro? What is this? So The Flash. But I like I like the last couple because... I've enjoyed the whole Forces storyline. And I'm like, I'm upset that it ended the way it did. It just really quickly. I was like, oh, well, okay, shit. I expected it to go further with that, but whatever. Yeah, I, I was I was very much just like, isn't there Harrison Wells reverse flash out there? And, and like, there is. We're going to get reverse. Hurry up and get to that. God damn. Get out of this. Goodness gracious. All we've seen, we've seen speedsters all the time on that show. It's good to just switch it up once in a while. Yes, switch it up a hundred percent. But you know, I and they've they've gotten better with it. They really have. The CW has gotten a lot better with it. But the emotional arcs that they take you on are just draining. Sometimes it just lasts too long. Like, bro, we get it. We get it. Down. 
Just look down when that happens. <laughs> ah, whatever. Shit. Wait, you said it again? I didn't hear you. Look down. Go on your phone and look down during those moments. Like, whatever. <laughs> See, you, like, know, you know what's funny, Joel? You know what's funny about you saying that? What I do what? now is I don't watch it live. So I record it, right? Mm-hmm. And then when it's over, I go back and watch it. And when they get into it, I just fast forward it. I just fast forward it. I mean, I still like to hear because I don't want to miss like what they're saying, but like like once I know what, the, what the, it's going to be some emotional back and forth, like depends on how like annoying it's going to be. Usually it's some stuff in like her and I, and I, I don't really need that kind of weird shit. <laughs> like I don't care. Like I don't mind it. Yes. So we're, we're right here. We're right here with each other. And you know what really upset me about this episode? And then we can, we, we can move on to, to happier topics. Um, I love how in the middle of everything going to hell in, in, in star city, Killer Frost is just like, I'm out of prison. And it's just like, you broke out. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> the episode ends, and it's like, wait, how are you still here? Well, they let me out on good behavior. You were there for days. Uh-huh. That's good behavior? Uh-huh. So I can break out of prison, go stop a bank robbery, and then the judge will go, you know what? It takes a lot of balls to do what you did. You can't get out in good behavior. Should we got life in prison? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Joel. I'm just like, I hate this show so much, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right. So if you if 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 two episodes ago or one episode ago you put her away for life, and then the very next two episodes, which is only let's say a few weeks, few days, few weeks, right? You release her. What was the whole point of that whole arc? I don't know. Uh, see, here's the thing. Um... <laughs> I don't really. I haven't needed that character on the show for a very long time. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm really good. I don't need any more Killer Frost. Anything. But Joel, do you know how proud of them we were that they were getting rid of Killer Frost? That it. I was, I was very happy. I don't know why splitting them was a good idea. <laughs> like, I'll never understand. That. Let's double. We're gonna lose Cisco. Let's double the fucking. Me, Joel, you know what frustrates me the most? Somebody in that writers' room said, "You know what." Let's split them. And no one else said, wait, 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 wait. Instead of splitting them, let's just merge them. So you're taking Killer Frost's powers and all of Caitlyn's brains and just merge them. Mm-hmm. No one, no one, no one thought that. Someone had the great idea. Let's just split them. Why? Mm-hmm. Why can't Killer why can't Killer Frost just be a really smart villain? Why is that impossible? I don't or know. anti-hero, whatever you want to, whatever. I don't know why. I don't know why she needed to be a separate character altogether. I don't know. I don't know. It's just God. God, it's so frustrating. Anyway, let's move on because I'm starting to get a headache thinking about that stupid shit. Um. All right. So I want us to. to I've I've already debunked it from my dad, who is I was I was hearing this and this. No, none of that's true. Attention, people. Disney is not will not, and I do believe legally cannot buy DC Comics. Right. It just makes no sense. You just had Kevin Feige tell you how he's not going into Star Wars because he wants to focus on Marvel, and you think he's going to add DC to his list. Right. Because I can tell you now, if Disney bought it, they wouldn't put it in anybody else's hands but Kevin. Like, would you want them to? Like, what? Honestly. (laughs) Like... Well, here's what people have to understand. Disney is not the only way to do things right. Amazon is doing great with the boys, is doing great with Invincible. Netflix was doing great with the, the Marvel Netflix shows that Feige wasn't a part of. 
other places can do good things. I do think Amazon would be good to buy DC, even though they just bought MGM, so they're out of that. Um, Apple would be smart to buy DC, so it has an IP that they could sell people outside of stupid little movies that they release here and there. Um, Netflix would be be stupid. It'd be stupid for Warner Brothers to sell DC. (laughs) To me, I don't think it's stupid because here's the thing. If you're Warner Brothers and you continue to do what you're doing in your movie universe, you will become Fox. And ultimately, Fox was, we're making a crap ton of money off of X-Men. We're just going to keep doing X-Men movie till we run it into the ground. And guess what, Joel? They ran it into the ground. Mm -hmm. So if you're DC, you're not getting smarter with your moves. You could be making more money, but you're just not getting smarter. So if you continue this path that you're on, you'll either have to bat above 500 for for years, not a few movies. I mean, you'll have to have a span of nonstop hits. Or at some point, you just have to cut your losses and say, you know what? We're just, we don't know what we're doing. So let's give it to somebody who does. And let's get $15 billion out of it. Or let's share it. So you got to do something. So to me, if I'm Netflix, I know Netflix, I know Netflix does not have the money to do it, but I would try to figure out some way because if Netflix can get the DC IP, they would become just as unstoppable as Disney Plus. Because Netflix is already killing the game with their anime movies, anime shows. Mm-hmm. They're killing it with some of their uh their, you know, their other shows like the narcos and stuff like that. They're just missing something like that. And Jupiter Ascending or Legacy is not that for you, Netflix. It's not. It was good. I enjoyed it. But it's not what DC can be for you. Yeah, it's not big enough either. You know? it's, not, it's not. It's not. You're absolutely right. It they have, they have, well, they have Miller World. The problem is they have Miller World. And that's fine. But Miller World's not connected. You know, it's all individual properties, you know? Right. It's not, it's not a DC or a Marvel. It's, it's, he has a lot of different stories that don't connect <laughs> right so and i think netflix's biggest pro- uh, biggest uh downfall was they didn't pull they didn't try to get robert kirkman that would have been an amazing ip for for netflix to have so yeah. to me, it's like if you can go get if you can go get these uh warner brothers or dc uh, more specifically go do it any company that was willing to pay the money to get DC Comics off of Warner Brothers, and they're willing to pay the money because it's not going to be cheap. No, uh, not at all. then for sure, um, they they're probably willing to put in the money to make. Because I'll work. tell you this: a lot of money if, to be there. If Warner Brothers tells you it costs thirty-five billion, I'll tell you this right now: you releasing two Batman movies will triple that. It's worth it. It's worth. I- it. So if you have the funds to go do it, go do it. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. If Warner Brothers keeps doing what they're doing, they will run DC into the ground. And it will be such a hard mountain to climb back up. So to me, either start batting above 500, which we believe they will, Joel. We're looking forward to The Flash. We're looking forward to Batman. We're looking forward to some of the stuff, Suicide Squad. Uh, we We just don't agree with their direction. But we I don't, don't know think, what the direction is. That's the problem. We just don't really know what it is. <laughs> well, I just mean more so. You're right. But I just meant more so we don't agree with, um, oh, God, um, multiverse. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm not a right. Correct, like if TV was its own thing, movies were that's fine. But like, well, yeah, it's weird. Like the multiverse <laughs> to me works if you're doing a television series or an animated movie universe. Go mm-hmm. crazy, do multiverse, multiverse time travel out your wazoo. For a live action, no, just doesn't live matter. action movies. Yeah, so to have like going on during your canon movies like the animated movies have been doing that shit for years they've been out like remember they do two canon and then two yep. non-canon yeah but like that's multiverse yeah that's that's multiverse right and you have then you, you always have your canon movies and you always have your non-canon movies now the movie movie live action has never done that until recently where they just started hey, we'll have some the problem is that the non-canon ones are too similar to the canon one they're not that different <laughs> right yeah absolutely you know? right so it's it's just frustrating and i just want to at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day to find out more Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. To debunk that, because I saw people making YouTube videos about it. Spec- and it's just oh, like, easy time. So I wanted to debunk that real quick, but let's get to some of the, the juicier news. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson has just signed a uh, multi-deal with Sony to become Craven. Yeah. Um, now let me just say this. I shout out to, to our boy Pete. We love Pete. Uh, <laughs> basement. I don't, me nor you disagree with him that Stefan Kapisic would have been an awesome craven. I would have loved Stefan because I loved him as fucking Colossus, right? <laughs> right. Um, and he is a good friend of uh GVN. We've uh, I've interviewed him. Um, he's reposted us. Uh, he actually reposted when Dakota drew him as craven. Um, so, you know, we get it, but I will say this. I have no horse in this race because I could care less about a Craven movie. So you could tell me Tom Brady is Craven and I would say, I don't care. I just, I, I, I'm not interested in you continuously building up your villains until you establish that there is a good guy in the midst of all these villains you're creating. Yeah, like who's the Spider-Man of this that that universe? We don't know. That's yet. all I want to know because you keep building these characters to being anti-heroes. And it's it's not a switch you can turn on and off. You can't just at some point just go, you know what? Venom's now the bad guy, Craven's now the bad guy, Morbius is now the bad guy, and Spider-Man has to fight them all. They're now, all ba- well, it's working to- backwards, you know, because these characters were villains that became anti-heroes. Right. At least some of them exactly. were. Exactly. And you're like, you're missing the whole point. (laughs) Exactly. So to me, I get it. And I want to say this to Pete, Joel, because remember, we said this a while ago. We said this after Venom. Sony's uh, recipe is you take a character no one cares about. Right. And you cast a large name. Yep. And we said that's going to be their recipe going forward. They're They're going to get a big name. Old school. Yep. Right, they're going to get a big name because they have to sell the movie because they know to us, these movies already don't make any sense. Right. So it's a hard battle to sell us on it because it doesn't make any sense. So to sell it to other people, 
you get names that they know. It's why they wanted to go after Keanu Reeves. It's why the rumor has it they went after John David Washington for Craven. Crazy. <laughs> so it, it's it's very clear what they're doing. So we have to realize they're not going for accuracy. They're going for acting. They want you. They want you to feel the performance out of out of these characters. So they go get you Jared Leto, who's won an Oscar. They go get you the big name of Tom Hardy. They go get you the big name of Aaron Taylor Johnson. And it makes you interested. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Like you just mentioned, Tom Hardy, uh, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, who was just a Jared Leto. Jared Leto, yep. Who else? I swear to God. That's it so far. No, that's it so far. That's it. What Woody Harrelson is carnage. Oh, yes, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you meant of. Uh, I mean, uh, individual. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, like, who else do they have? Like, that they haven't used already. I mean, in the, the, the Spider-Man movies. So it's like, and I know they have, they talked about Craven a while ago. I guess when they decided to not have Craven as the main villain in No Way Home, they're like, well, then we can make our own, make our own movie about him, right? I'm like, oh man, <laughs> like I like Craven. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't know. Oh, Spider Woman. That's right. We don't know. They don't have a Spider Woman yet, but at least that's a hero. Right, we, Wait, we have it right. We have a director and uh, a writer, uh, but we don't have a main actress yet. Um, but that's the like the, the big, the only big character, the biggest character that doesn't have an, an actor attached yet. But right, no and doubt they're gonna have a big one. I'll even tell you that's frustrating. Doing doing Spider Woman is the equivalent of doing Batwoman. You gotta establish Batman first. Well, you don't. Spider Woman has nothing to do with Spider Man. No, I just mean from the consistency angle of Spider Man should come first for your viewers. The and fact that Spider Woman is connected to that Sony Spider Man universe makes absolutely no sense. It's because of her name. Should never been called Spider Woman to begin with because she has nothing at all to do with Spider Man. I agree. I, I I don't disagree. I just mean from a continuity standpoint. It's like if you're building a world, and I get you, I get you, it's not the same thing. So let, let me go ahead and, and, and say I understand what you're saying. But it's mm. the same thing we felt when they were like, we're doing a Batwoman series, and there's no Bruce Wayne, you know, there's no Bruce Wayne. And it's like, well, wait, what? You do know that it was Batman that motivated her to becoming Batwoman, right? Like, there's, there's no Batwoman without Batman. So in my mind for this, using a different analogy, it's just the idea of Spider-Man comes first they don't you don't need spider-man to have her but it's just the idea of spider-man exists first and then you have other characters so to me it's just like if you're doing spider-woman are you telling me that's going to be your your protagonist for these the only difference i've noticed with spider-woman is that apparently and I, I, we don't know this for sure but it looks like kevin feige wants her in the mcu so it might be connected to the MCU, like the Spider-Man movies are. Goodness gracious! Okay, I don't even know. We know Olivia <laughs> Wilde is directing it. Yes, yes. Um, that is really the only information that we, we have. <laughs> and I know they're doing a Madam Web movie because I'm so excited for that. <laughs> uh, I gotta know. I gotta know who's in some of these writer rooms. I really. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because the, the first movie we heard about was like Silver Sable and Black Cat, and that shit the poodles, and that never that never went ever anywhere. So, right. <laughs> will we ever get Silver Sable, Black Cat, or uh, individually? You know, probably not. Um, all right, let's move on so I can get you out of here so you can get some rest, man. 
Um, I did want to I did want to add this in because I didn't want to forget to say it. I got a chance to check out a screener of Cruella. I loved it, bro. Did you? I loved nice. every bit of it, and I hated uh, 101 Dalmatians. You hated 101 Dalmatians? I, I, to me, it was just it was so boring. It was the idea of dogs that don't talk. Well, what am I watching that for? They don't talk. Well, the movie they don't talk, but the animated movie they talk. They talked in the animated movie. Yeah. Shit, I hated it so much I don't even remember. I thought they didn't talk in that. I thought the whole thing was live action. They didn't talk, which is no, no. I know in the live action they don't talk. Uh, but that that makes more sense. So I'm like, okay, I I get that. Um, I remember that they talked. I remember that. Well, I'm glad you do because I damn sure didn't. Um, I'll say this: when I heard they were making this movie, it was just like Glenn Close is pretty iconic. I don't know how you're gonna. But I left this movie going. I would like more. I would. I don't like the fundamental change that they made. And if you want to know what it is, I'll tell you off air. I won't say it on air. Okay. Um, but they made a drastic fundamental change that was just like, that's the weirdest thing ever. But as far as just the performance of Cruella and the story itself, I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved everything about it. And I know you saw Mulan. Yeah. Um, so if you saw Mulan, I would definitely tell you if you do another watch party, Cruella should be the one that uh you guys check out. It was it's okay. worth. It. Is I it? Really I wasn't it. really in a rush to go watch it, but no, 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 uh, no. It, I I don't even want my my review to make you think you have to be in a rush to go watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, because I'm pretty sure you know, you're not checking around to see what people thought of Cruella. So just as someone who who has seen it. Um, and our tastes aren't usually that drastically different from each other's. Right. Um, I really did enjoy it. I have not one bad thing to say about it. I Tia checked it out her. also. She didn't yeah. necessarily like it. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> but I've heard other people that did like it. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I have not one bad thing to say about it. Like I said, it just made a fundamental change that confused the hell out of me. But I'll tell you that after we're done recording. Okay. Um, so I checked that out. And I also got a copy um not the greatest but i did get a copy of the new fast movie and i got a chance to see it and i did enjoy it john cena was great (laughs) what's the thing with those that movie it's um it's dumb fun (laughs) as they say it wasn't even you know what it wasn't even that like it was that of well of course they did stupid shit in this but it was more so just the idea of at some point, and I, I, when we know the next movie is going to be their last, but it just feels like this movie feels like I've seen it before. And that's always been my problem with Fast and the Furious. Um, Fast Five was such a great uh, reintroduction to the, the franchise. Right. But after that, it kind of just felt like if you missed the movie and then I told you the premise of it, you would go, isn't that what Fast Six was about? And it's like, <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> like, kind of. Um, but I will say what they built with this movie is the idea of like I could see I could see a spinoff with John Cena like Hobbs and Shaw did. Um, really? Yeah, I, I really could. So they've built up a lot of characters that could have their own spinoff. I don't need it, but if they did it, because I enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw. I, I believe right. we saw that. Together. I did too. I liked Hobbs and Shaw too. Yeah. Did we see that together? I believe we did. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. So I'm like, if that worked, you can do others. Um, so, you know, if John Cena is not too busy with Peacemaker, um, you know, I'd be interested to see if, 
you know, he'd be interested in doing a um, uh, a spinoff from this. So who knows? But I, I did enjoy it. So it was not bad. Again, nothing you need to rush to go see. But if mm-hmm. it comes across you, wasn't bad. Nice. So, um, all right. I want to talk about this because this is hilarious. Zack Snyder says there were talks of placing Man of Steel in the Nolan Batman universe with Joseph Gordon-Levitt taking the man of Batman. Joel, how how disgusting is it is it to hear that? Uh, of that specifically, I was not a fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember back in the day there were rumors of him being in that universe, but with Christian Bale returning as Batman. That would have been right. cool, but that not. Would have been cool. Jordan, Jordan, no, no, I don't. I, I like no. I like the actor, the character of uh, whatever his name was. No, I'm good. No, we don't. I don't need some. No, we're good. Yeah, don't need it but, at all. Their decision to go in a different direction worked. <laughs> yes, yes. That was a large pass. So, yeah, they did, they, they did good. Mainly because okay. it, it was – I was under the impression he was not going to become the new Batman. I was under the impression he was going to become Nightwing. So, to know that their idea was to just legit make him Batman is even more disgusting. Yeah. So, yeah. You is all I got to say. <laughs> um, this is news that me and you uh, definitely, when I, I'm sure we saw it, we smiled. Roger Craig Smith announced that he is returning to voice Sonic the Hedgehog in upcoming yeah. video games. Quote, can't wait for you to see what we have planned. That excites me a lot. Yeah, because I wonder what they have. We're due for, <laughs> I enjoy the new Crash Bandicoot game. As soon as I'm done with it, I'm going to I'm gonna hand it over to you for you to play it. Um, I enjoyed the new Crash. Uh, I'm, I haven't beaten it yet, but I've been enjoying myself in a new Crash game. The new Spyro game was awesome. So I'm like, we're due for a new Sonic game. We are. Um, so, you know, I'm like, I, I'm excited to know that they are, they are working on, uh, you know, we're uh, doing some more Sonic games. You know, it's not quiet over there. So that's word, awesome. word. Um, I think that's really it. I don't think we got anything else. Uh, um, that Shooter McGavin has joined Secret Invasion. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> right at that, and I completely whiffed on it. Uh, it was just his face, probably. <laughs> yes, no, for sure. Um, I, I don't really have anything. I mean, cool. Yeah, this- That's the problem with the Secret Invasion. Every time they can announce them, they're like, they don't tell us who they're playing, so it's hard to get excited. Right, so it's like, well, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, are we supposed okay. to expect all these castings or scrolls? Like, I, I, I don't know. That's how I'm looking at them. Even though apparently this character for him, it's a, a new character for the show. So he's, I don't think he's a comic book character. He's created for the show. And he's he apparently a scroll. Oh, he still could be a scroll. <laughs> yes, he could be. But he, and he apparently might show up in other shows. So I'm not sure who the fuck this guy is playing, but he may be in for a longer haul than we thought. Maybe he could have something to do with Contessa. Maybe. Maybe it works with Contessa. Contessa. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see that sword has been infiltrated. Nick Fury can't keep shit secret. Uh, <laughs> everything he touches gets infiltrated. Um, what was I going to say? We, um, oh, the Powerpuff Girls are just completely unraveling right before our eyes. Um, yes, they're reshooting the pilot. Well, knowing that the pilot is the only way to sell the show, um, I would say it's probably something you shouldn't mess up. So we don't need to go too much into it. Me and you have already expressed our feelings on the show. Uh, no one asked for it, but we don't hate the idea of it. Right. Um, 
I just I'm really curious how you do Mojo Jojo. I, I'm not interested in seeing them beat a monkey's ass. <laughs> Twenty two episodes, so they got to figure out something new for that. Like it, it's cute in the in the cartoons, but in live action, it's nothing funny about that. Uh, <laughs> like you do it once or twice, sure, but over the course of twenty two episodes, like the cartoon did, no, yeah. I get really bored really quick. Peter's gonna be all over that. <laughs> yeah, and let's 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 remember they 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 didn't beat Mojo Jojo and then just slap handcuffs on him. They used right. to beat him within an inch of his life. No, 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 no. He deserved <laughs> all of them. But I'm just saying the idea of the idea of three little girls almost beating you to death. Yeah. Getting you in handcuffs. And you trust those little girls to hold back their strength. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Ugh. Um, I think that's really all we got. Did you see Army of the Dead yet? Uh yeah, did. That's good. Did you like it? I did. Yeah, I, I didn't have any problem with it. It was one of those mindless, sense, senseless, fun zombie movies. I agreed. I agreed. I, I yeah, I had fun with it. Um, it was fun. It was like you said. It was one of those movies that had a lot of action in it. Uh, if you're into seeing zombies get killed and and robot zombies for some reason, I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty cool. I really, I really. I have to ask you this. I meant to ask AJ, but I forgot. <sighs> so who got it worse? Homeboy by the lion or Leo by the bear? Oh, fuck. I mean, the dude from the lion or the tiger or whatever got fucked up. He did. I mean, that bear. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he got assaulted. He didn't die. <laughs> that is true, but he should have. That bear thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> that bear was not leaving him on mercy. He was 100% convinced he had killed him when he left. <laughs> Play dead, Leo. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm really here dying, guys. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Gunpowder Milkshake. I love that trailer. Um, I you know how much of a Paul Giamatti fan I am. So to see that alone already mm-hmm. had me interested. Um, but it looks good. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, I never really thought the most of Karen Gillian. I never saw the um, the Jumanji movie. So I've only seen her as... Oh, they're funny, um, man. As, uh, what's her name? Um Uh, I haven't really seen her in anything else so I'm really excited to see her in in an action movie like this it looked like I said looks like a lot of fun great female cast they got some heavy hitters in here um Lena 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 from Game of Thrones I can't remember her last name Hadley 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 okay Lena from Game of Thrones we'll say that Um, Angela Bassett uh, Karen Gillian, Paul Giamatti, uh, the other two actresses I'm, I'm blanking on, but they got a good female cast. So uh, nice. hopefully they created the next female John Wick because we could use it. So yeah, I'm down since obviously they won't give Holly Berry anything. Um, are you uh, are you with this restore the the um, Sucker Punch universe or release the Snyder Punch, whatever the hell it is? Fuck is that? You remember the movie Sucker Punch? Yeah. Well, apparently they're saying there's a Snyder cut for it. The fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally don't need it because I thought Sucker Punch ended great. I don't really need to see more of that. I would like right. a sequel, uh, but I don't need I don't need yeah. more of that same movie. So no. <laughs> no, I, I like his. I like the. I want to see his other ideas. 
uh, Seven Samurai in Space thing. Yeah, that he originally wanted for Star Wars, but decided right. to make it his own thing. Yeah. Well, they, because they didn't want to do anything, so they up do it my damn self then. Yeah. All right, I don't need you. I'll do it myself. Right. Um. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm very, very, very much interested in that. Um. Ooh. That's really all we got, man. Did oh, you see? It? No, it's not. Sorry. Uh, Robert Pattinson signs overall first look deal with Warner Brothers and HBO. So that, that means to me is I'm going to tell you exactly what it means to me, Joel, and you tell me all the ways that I'm wrong. You ready? I'm willing to do Soon that. I heard this. I, I thought to myself, he's obviously voicing the animated Batman for the movie that Reeves and Abrams are working on. I also believe that he will be in season two of Gotham or whatever the show is that uh, Matt Reeves is doing. Gotham PD thing? Yes, Gotham PD. He'll be in the second season of that. I also believe that they will be building a Bat family, and he will need to be part of that to spearhead it. So he'll need to be in a, you know, in a in a Batgirl movie or a Robin movie or whatever the hell they decide to do. Right. Uh, so I think it was more so just locking him in to drive them into the future of Bat family. Um, so that's what I took that as. Uh, how, how did you take this? The same way? Um, so I didn't go that far with it. I just figured, you know, they want it seems like they want to make him happy. So to me, whatever plans they do have for him, they gave him that plus more. <laughs> so if he has any individual projects he wants to do aside from Batman, he has access to not just the movie side, but TV and shit like that. So seems like that's their way of getting him to stay longer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very fair. No, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Timothy Chalamet tapped to play Willy Wonka in New Origin Tale. Yeah. I've never been a fan of the Chocolate Factory. Um, weaponizing uh, candy against kids, never a fan of it. Mm. Um, but I tell you what, will I go see Sexy Chalamet? play Willy Wonka, you damn uh-huh. right I will. You damn right I will. So, Baby. Yep. Save the ticket for me. Uh, but what are your thoughts on this casting? Do, do we need another I don't. Factory? No, I'm good with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I was good with the original Willy Wonka. So, like, I, I don't... I never, needed, I never needed another one of those movies, but, well, okay. I keep bringing them out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was, well, okay. I guess you know you want to keep doing this shit, whatever. Yeah. Um, last, so. last few things I want to ask you about. We got a little, 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 little look at the Rock in the suit. Yeah. Uh, as he posted that very long caption that he often does. That's very hard to repost. So please. Like you go, I was asleep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm pretty sure there's a shorter way to say everything you just did there. Um, so what were your thoughts on the very, very small tease of, of the suit? Uh, I like it a lot. I can't, I really can't wait to see the in color and like fully formed because just the little bit that we got looks pretty dope. So I can't wait to see what his costume looks like. I can't wait to see what all the costumes look like. I'm so excited for this damn movie just for things other than Black Adam. It's insane. <laughs> you know what? It's so crazy because when he teased the suit, the first thing I thought was, I really, and this is going to sound crazy, but bear with me. Mm-hmm. I really, right now, just right now, I don't care about the Black Adam suit. It could only really look one way. I am 100% more interested in Fate, Hawkman, you know, uh, Adam Smasher. It's impossible to mess up. 
Um, but we've seen people mess up easier. Um, so my interest really comes from the looks that, like you just said, from everybody else. Right. Um, because those are the ones that you're like, if you get those wrong, it's like, oh, bro, come on. But I right. think and you can definitively say there's no way they're getting the rocks suit wrong. So, yeah. it's, you know, it's um, just the idea of, like you said, seeing it. But to me, the curiosity peaks from everybody else. I need to know that they get everybody else correct. So that's right. where, that's where my I can't wait comes from is like, I want to see Hawkman. You know what I'm saying? I so can't wait for Hawkman. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my, I can't wait to see Hawkman. Oof. That's where my mentality is at. I can't wait for that. Um, and the last one, Joel, is we got our trailer for the second half of Long Halloween. Yeah. Uh, me and you talked about this. Um, so I'm going to pose the question back to you because you asked me. Um, do you think it's a mistake to release the trailer for a part two when you bear, when you haven't even put out part one? Uh, I think so, but you know who am I? I'm not a marketing person. <laughs> um, uh, I don't. It's weird to like release the second part without the first one coming out, but they're coming out so close together, you know. Um, and they are very distinctly not different stories, and it's not like they spoiled anything aside from you know Harvey becoming Two Face. <laughs> but like, who doesn't know that at this point? Obviously, people don't like to be fucked with in, in mystery, so. They didn't. They didn't even care. Like fuck, you know, Two Face, Harvey Dent's Two Face, not 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 as a part. Yeah, and I mean, we've we've had the fight with people who say um, they didn't like the twist that we got in Hush, and it's like, right. so you're <laughs> willing to see something you already know is it's gonna right. happen. You don't want them to change up anything. And I know a lot of people said I'm contradicting myself, but I don't I don't ever talk about storylines. Like, there's not a specific storyline that I need. It's just right. you're getting the characters correct. And when right. you do use the characters, that to me is more offensive than if, like, Civil War wasn't the accurate storyline of the comic books. We know why it wasn't. But right. I wasn't looking at that like, damn, man, why didn't they stick with the real storyline? Or, you know, like, man, the Infinity Gauntlet, why didn't they stick with the real storyline? I don't care. Right. I, I really don't care. To me, yeah. it's like, if I already know what it is, you can spice it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. made it a little bit more interesting so you know they made it you know spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen hush give you a few seconds they made it the riddler all right great yeah. who saw that coming i didn't yeah everyone's <laughs> like oh tommy elliott obviously duh right <laughs> and you know they could have went the stupid route and made it joker and that would have been like all right come on guys but they didn't they went they went with something more interesting and it was more thought-provoking because think about it. Outside of Thomas, who is somebody so psychological could do everything that Hush did? The Riddler. Right. The Riddler. That makes perfect sense. I loved it. Okay, great. Yeah, different. It was, you know, switch it up. You know, yeah. I didn't mind it. Yeah. It's I mean, supposed it, to be, the whole point of that storyline was to be a mystery. And so, if you don't, everyone knows the, the fucking mystery. It's not as much, it's not really a mystery anymore. Right. What is your, what is your need to watch the movie? So, right. like, I said this to my sister. Well, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I said this to my sister the other day, and I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna end the show on this. Everyone that keeps saying, you know, you know, you're messing up my childhood, and, and you know, changing it up, and, and this and that. I, I told her this last night because she's not looking forward to the, the new Space Jam because she feels as though it'll ruin the Space Jam, you know, oh. like Jordan did. Even though I try to remind her, Joel, she was born in 2000. And I was barely born when Space Jam came out. So I'm like, if you're attached to it, 
it doesn't really make sense, but you know, my mom yelled at me. Anyway, the point oh, I made to her was let's say you're a fan of the comic book Hush, right? Right. And Thomas Elliot is Hush. Then the animated movie comes out and the Riddler mm-hmm. Hush. Guess what? The book is still there. Mm-hmm. You can turn off the movie and go re reread the book. Yeah. It doesn't go take away from Hush, right? It doesn't. The Lion King, when they made that live action, guess what, guys? The animated movie didn't die. It didn't right. see it'll, it'll always be there. <laughs> go back and watch that. Like it's your choice to go watch it. So don't watch it knowing that you have no interest in it. Yeah, I don't get that either. I'm looking forward to New Space Jam because I'm a fan of Looney Tunes. I'm a fan of basketball. That hasn't changed since I was a child. So, (laughs) also, Um, I had to explain to her this is not a reboot. It's not a reboot. Right. It's like a sequel. (laughs) It's it's honestly yes, you could say it's a sequel, but to me, it's not even honestly that. It's just the idea. It's like a reimagining. Like what I tried to explain to her was Michael Jordan doesn't own the rights of Looney Tunes and playing basketball. Right. <clears throat> you say that that event couldn't happen again, and the story is drastically different. They didn't yes. kidnap Michael Jordan's kids in the original Space Jam. Right. So I'm like, it's different. It's just different. So to me, go enjoy it, but don't hate watch things. Like I tell you guys all the time that I have no interest in something, and guess what? I don't go to the theater and see it. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. I watch it either bootleg or I watch it when it comes out on on video on demand. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had no interest in, in, in nobody. I'm going to watch it on demand now, now that it's on demand. But yes. I'm not going to sit here yeah. and badmouth it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have any interest in it. No problem. You know, doesn't take away from John Wick or whatever else. Oh, man, nobody's really good. I like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> what my dad kept saying. So I'm going to check it out uh, probably tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so I just want to leave you guys on that. Stop hate watching stuff. It's, it's, it's toxic. It's not good for your body. Not healthy. <laughs> Not healthy at all. Drink water and stop hate watching. Right. Uh, I promise you, the world would be a better place. Not really. The world shit. But anyway, um, <laughs> Joel, thank you for joining me for an all-new episode of Figure It Out. Before we go. Before yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> there was like two or three other things I wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. My bad. It's just been a, it's been a packed week. <laughs> uh, did we ever go over the background shit? I don't remember. No, we did not. You didn't see it. You didn't see it last time we potted. <clears throat> right. You didn't. Okay. Uh, so that, that's on the agenda. Okay. The, oh, Batwoman. That's right. We never talk about Batwoman. I'm talking about background news. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. No, we didn't. No, I'm talking about it. <laughs> no. no I, mean, I probably heard it and just forced it out of my head, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, they have a, a background. They were doing, obviously, a background movie, and they have the directors now. The, the guys that directed Bad Boys for Life. Oh, that's doing. right. Yeah, I, I did hear that. I, also, I, go ahead, I'm sorry. I said they're also directing episodes of Ms. Marvel. Yes, 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 they are. Uh, that's mainly because I think that's more of um, ethnic accuracy. Yeah, because they're uh, Arab or whatever. Right. right. Um, this, this news literally moves me in no direction because, again, <laughs> I like movie news that gives me exclamation marks, not question marks. And mm-hmm. you giving me a Batgirl movie when I don't even know who my Batman is mm-hmm. is frustrating. So it's like, they- <laughs> right, say it again. I said, well, they know. We don't know. They know. No, no, no. Right. We we don't know. We don't know. Sorry, <laughs> we don't know. So to me, it's like I I, I want to be interested, but I I, I can't be. I, I need to because to me again, 
it's it's very important to me that we stress Batgirl does not exist without Batman. Mm-hmm. So I kind of need to know Batman and don't pull a Batwoman where there is no Bruce and it's Batgirl taking over. No, throw that in the garbage. I I, I don't need two of it. I can barely <laughs> stand the one of it. I don't need two of it. Throw it in the garbage. So I, I, I'm going to just say this until I know where and how it's connected to a Batman. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things that you can, you know how like on Twitter you could you could save a draft. Yes. Yeah, save this draft. Right. I don't want to delete it. I also don't want to post it. Just save the draft. When Next I find more information, you can either delete it or save or, or or post it. But for now, save this draft. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't feel that much different. I just want to point out that it, we we got a director. Gotcha. And usually that leads to progress. Not always. But... <laughs> Not always. You're right. Not always. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll see if this actually um, gets, this, you know, yeah, if this actually gets made. Yeah. Like, well, it's also supposed to be like HBO Max exclusive. So, a movie or a show? It's a movie. Oh, that doesn't sound good. But okay, go ahead. Well, <laughs> It's HBO Max. I got the same budget. As long as they're bringing no, no, it up. No, no. I, I don't mean I don't mean in um in its quality. I mean in the fact that you're telling me this isn't even you don't you don't have any interest in putting this in theaters. So well, my, my bigger question is is that's, it that's been ahead. part of their and I figured Batgirl would fall into that. I wasn't sure. Um and I because I think like you were saying, like I think it's gonna be a piece of a puzzle instead of a main puzzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of why I see it, um, because they wanted to release at least four movies a year, and then worldwide. But they also wanted like four HBO Max movies too. Got you. So this falls under that umbrella, right? Um. All right. Hey, ballsy move. Ballsy move. Especially right. taking a female-led project and then not putting it exclusively in theaters. Right. Oof. Okay. All right. Again. Don't run it into the ground, Warner Brothers. Um, what else we got? Did you see the statue of the Batman from the movie? The Prime Studios statue? I feel like AJ sent it to me. Maybe. I'll say maybe. Yes, he tagged us in it in Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking beautiful. <laughs> like, did you also notice that, well, now we know what the fucking things on his gauntlets are? No. No, I didn't. Even, I didn't even notice that. What are they? They are grapples. Ooh! You take. He takes them out and he sh- puts them in the gun and he shoots them. They're grapples, so he can shoot. Like you know, to grapple. <laughs> See, now it all makes sense. People talking about, oh, it's bullets or knives. It's like, no, there you go. It's a grapple. Suck it, people. Yeah, he has like a whole bunch of grapples ready to shoot when he needs to go from wherever or wherever <laughs> i wonder if he used that remember the the one clip in the trailer where he's uh zip lining up mm-hmm. i wonder if maybe he utilizes it in that moment that'd be dope it's possible yeah, yeah. that's it yeah. probably because if you look at it it like sticks it in in the gun and it right. you know pops out so it's just that's what it looks like so that's pretty cool i like that a lot i can't wait to see what they they build with this because it, it's it's a lot riding on this movie, man. It, it really is. It really, yeah. really, really is. And that comes with two heads. It has the Jim Lee head, and it has the Bat, Robert Pattinson head. 
I will just say this, Joel, because I haven't really gotten into uh, to DC figures at all. So I'm like, I see this six inch Batman figure with a removable head. I'm like, oh man, this looks dope. But I'm like, for some reason, the face doesn't look like Bruce. I'm like, that's so weird. Like, how do you mess? Like, it's from Mattel. Like, it's not like one of those, you know, stupid companies or whatever. Let me let me see why Bruce looks this weird. So I'm looking through the comments of people that bought it and they're like, uh, don't get your hopes up thinking it's Bruce. They made Dick Grayson Batman. And I'm just like, and what? <laughs> it's apparently it's a figure line called um, Multiverse. Oh, yeah, there is a figure line called Multiverse. And the- one of the figures is Duke is Robin. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So uh, Katana is in it. Um, uh, different heads of Alfred is in it. Um, I don't need to go through everybody, but uh, oh, Red Hood is in it. Removable head. Dick Grayson is in it. Um, Damien, uh, Red Robin is in it. I thought the Duke one was interesting, so I had to buy that. I was like, oh, I like this. I like Duke is 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 Robin. It's Robin. Yeah. yeah, I like it. It's dope. Uh, it seems more apropos of what you would expect in the Dark Knight Returns from the look of them. Right. Um, but I'm like, okay, you know, I like it. And, you know, if, if I like to figure enough, it might get me into reading reading up where Duke comes from. Because you, you've told me about Duke before. So yes. that's not my first time hearing about him. But I've never... Also known as The that. Signal. <laughs> the Signal? Signal, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Duke is who I need to look up. But, yeah, that statue was super dope. Um, I can't wait to see more from from what his suit actually does. Yeah, like what the because he looks like he wears a lot of shit, but um, but it's very tactical looking. Like does that does that chest piece actually come out? Like we saw like some promo art with him actually using batarangs. So that's pretty cool. Do they actually work like batarangs? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it's a lot that we got to see, man, because that suit looks heavy. <laughs> yeah, that heavy. Yeah. Uh, it looks bigger in the suit than he doesn't <laughs> like when you see him in the movie shots. But... Right. So it lets you know how heavy that that suit is supposed to be. So I can't wait, man. We do know it's bulletproof. Yes, we do. Um. Oh, the the whole um Henry Cavill Highlander news. I'm not. I'm not that familiar with Highlander, so I just took it uh-huh. as I'm excited for Henry. Yeah. But Highlander is Mel Gibson, right? Mm, no, no, that's Braveheart. Oh, uh, that's Brave. Then yeah, I have no idea what Highlander is. <laughs> Highlander is where they cut their heads off and gain their power. They get stronger and stronger. Okay. Yeah. Do they have swords? Yes. All right. So I'm seeing a pattern here with Henry Cavill. <laughs> I'm seeing a well, big pattern. The original, the original Highlander was uh, Scottish and shit, uh, and so he had uh, he was a Highlander. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and so he, that's why he um he, that's why you're probably thinking of Braveheart because it's, it's the same look, um, but yeah, they're immortal and they they just get older and they have to fight to stay immortal. They have to fight off another immortal and then they they cut their heads off and they like absorb their energy and that's how they get stronger. That actually sounds dope as hell. I'm actually yeah. not, I'm not gonna watch the original because I want to uh, start with this one. Pretty dope. <laughs> I'm now very interested in this one. Well, the first one. I don't know what second <laughs> but the um the movies are okay. Even the TV show is pretty good. The, the TV show had a catchy theme. So if you just want to hear the catchy theme, do that. <laughs> um 
And that there was actually a moment where the TV show, there was a movie where the TV show and the movie connect, which is pretty cool too. Because the, the two different characters, but still, um, it, it was actually pretty dope. Uh, so it's like M being in Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig's James Bond. Almost, except they're, they're actually different characters. You know I mean? Oh, okay, I got you. I got yeah, you. They're both the same, right? I think they're, like, they're both Scottish. I forget, you know, it's been a while. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool because the whole sword fighting and different weapons and Kalanda. There can only be one. That's why that's the whole thing. I like it. It reminds me of the Sith. Yes, except even more deadly. <laughs> and lights. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, all right, let's uh we just got Batwoman left, right? Before we head out. I believe that's it. All right. Um, so I started to talk about it, but you hadn't, you hadn't seen so what were your thoughts? Um, hold on one second. I'm Batwoman? Yeah. Uh, I had one more thing before we we, oh, well, we okay. can my bad. Oh, go ahead. Uh, um the rock is gonna do the voice of fucking crypto the super dog. <laughs> oh, I did see that. I mean yeah. you can't get a more masculine voice than than the rock. Yeah. Uh I'm actually kinda excited for this movie. Uh only because I it mixes my favorite superhero team with animals and I love animals. Um and I think it'd be something I could take my daughter to see and she'll really like it. And uh we'll see. We'll see because I want to know what other other and like other characters they use. I want to see a whole bunch of like super character, like super cat or super horse and shit like that. I want to see all the superheroes be represented by an animal. You get what I'm saying? I do. And what I think you'll like to hear is it's either for just Switch or it's for all systems, but DC Super, uh, the Supergirl show that, that all the <laughs> superhero girls, yeah. Yeah, they have a video game for it. I heard. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, well, at least for her. We'll see. We'll see how much it costs. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Joel playing that game. <laughs> uh, you watch me, honey. Watch here. Grab it. You just you 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 see how I do it. That that's what you do. You see how I do it. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm only interested in uh, the super pets for for Batman's dog. So. Oh yeah, Ace. I love Ace the Bat Hound. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Normal dog out there, uh, or a normal animal, probably. He's going to do wonders, though. <laughs> and I'm really interested to see what they get to do the voice. I would love it if Kevin Conroy was the voice for... Uh, oh, right. That would be fun. That would be awesome. They already got the rock. They have to. I wonder... Uh, you know who they could actually do? Who? Uh, what's his name? From Lego Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind that. It wouldn't uh, bad. bad. Yeah, uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett, yeah. <laughs> I love Will Arnett's Batman voice. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah. That if we're still alive, I would definitely say Adam West. Adam West would be my only choice. Not a bad choice. Yeah. Because to but, me, it's the idea that this is supposed to be adorable and comical. So it's like Adam West coming back to be Ace would be awesome. Yeah, I want to know who the League of Super Pets are. Like, who else is not part of this team? Very, very yeah, com- I'm familiar with everybody else's pets. I only know Crypto and Ace. Yeah, and there are more. I know there are others for for in different ones. Just I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> um, but uh, would you so would you think of this Batwoman episode, man? Because it doesn't come back till next week. Which oh, that was is this the one where they they got all political shit? Not political. Like, no, they got so, political. No, they got. Yeah, political. It is it is political, but I'm talking about they got what's in your face type of woke shit. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a little too in your face. It was. It felt like it felt like the first uh, couple seasons of Supergirl. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Um, to me, I feel like you didn't need both. You could have just used one or the other. So it could have been just about Luke being unlawfully shot, and then that's the episode. But the fact that we got them unlawfully arrested, then he gets unlawfully shot. It's like you do know we got it with the arresting, right? Like we we get it. We understand. I understand. You don't have mm-hmm. to. You don't have to continue it. We get it. We understand. We get it for sure. Move on. So the fact that we now have to sit with this is frustrating. But we always know, Joel, in the darkest mm-hmm. of dark, is a glimmer of light. <laughs> the glimmer of light is the set photo of Luke in the Batwing costume. Yeah, that's cool. That was. Have cool. not talked about that. So no, that we have. Was. A dope. I thought so. Yeah, I was really excited about that because we were talking about it. Like literally, like I'm like, when is he gonna be Batwing already? I'm tired of always doing this and that and never becoming Batwing. And we're like, and look, like literally, I think the next day <laughs> it pops up and you see him in a picture in the suit. I'm like, ah, they're gonna do it this season. Yeah, that's awesome. It's frustrating. Every CW show gives too many people abilities, right? Right. And in Batwoman, it's just Batwoman, and it's like. Well, I would like for there to be somebody else she can depend on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, how long are you going to make me wait for this? Like, hurry up. Like, I think people forget we got Roy in season two. Yeah, we did. Sometimes you forget because it was like almost in and out. (laughs) Right. But we got Roy, legit Roy, in season two. And he became uh, Red Arrow in Mm season three. But he was Roy. We got, we legit got Roy. I never thought we would get Roy. We got Roy. So, we had Luke since season one. Why would you make us wait for Batwing? I mean, it's all season two. So. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, to me, you don't know the shelf life. Like, I'm sure there was a lot. We wanted Black Lightning to do Static Shock. It's now ended. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted them to do The Outsiders even more so. Yeah, you know? so it's like, we, we don't have with the CW the luxury of, well, it's early on. We could very likely lose Batwoman next season. You know, yeah. I'm not saying we will, but I, I, I don't think any of us thought we were going to lose Black Lightning. No, no, I didn't think we'd lose it this quickly, you know. So, you know, we don't have that luxury anymore. Do it. You can do it. Put it in there. Don't force it, yeah. but put it in there. Speaking, speaking of that, um, uh, Naomi officially gets picked up. Uh, she's part of that DC, Arrow, the new Arrowverse shows. Um, and obviously, like you said, Painkiller won't be picked up, but Naomi did get picked up and I know you don't know anything about Naomi but this is a good chance for you to get to know Naomi because <laughs> a lot of people ask the same question like, who is this character well I don't have to explain it because you'll see it in a couple months <laughs> yeah I mean I like Ava DuVernay so I mean that was, yeah that was it that was all I needed really I like Ava <laughs> right that's all you gotta know yeah interesting <laughs> character for sure Ava DuVernay is becoming like Guy Ritchie for me just about anything yeah. Ava DuVernay that so but yeah Batwoman got a little bit too political for me and it was for my demographic and I still thought it, it was, was. It was. Uh it was too uh, on the news. Too like really and it, twice. <laughs> like, yeah. like god damn it. We I get it. We get it. 
And I don't mind these episodes, like I told you the other day, but I'm like, I also don't need them so heavy-handed. You know what I mean? I'm going to be honest with you. I know that comic books really kind of blast it off with mixing politics with with comics, Mm -hmm. and I get it. But to me, here's my problem. Doing that is great when you're teaching a lesson to a generation that's not living it. I can turn on the news and and see that. I don't need to turn on the news and then go on Twitter, and now I have to also get into my superhero stuff. Yeah, I get it. If we were in a generation, like, remember Rodney King was in the 90s, and from, like, 2001 to, like, 2014, 15, there wasn't any real big stories of that. So if you're putting a narrative out there for a show during that time period to educate people what came in the 60s and stuff, yeah, sure, okay, I get it, no problem. But I'm literally living it every day, so I'm like, I get it. I, I don't need the, I don't need it in my my Batwoman. Right. I don't. I just again, I don't mind it. I just don't need it. Like it's obviously just one episode. This shit happens every day. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna be like that, be consistent. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. But yeah. So that do we have anything else? There's like three other things, unless you want to like leave it for now. <laughs> What's the, are they big? Uh, I would I would want to talk about. Yeah, let's go. Um, there was the Injustice animated movie. Ah, yes, yeah. yeah that can be announced. That will be part. Remember, you're talking about part two of Long Halloween. Well, we'll get our first look at the animated Injustice movie. And I expect James Tucker to give me a visual credit. Visual credit. Just a picture, real quick, with a like lipstick. Because you are the only person that knows that I'm not full of BS. I because I was there. I legit mentioned this to him a few years ago. What was the, what did he say? We just got these characters. You want me to divide them already? And it's like James, you could do an Elseworld. It doesn't have to be part of your main fifty-two continuity. And he was just like, nah, we just we just got these characters. I, I, I'm not in a rush to break them down. Only for James to end the new 52, start a new universe, and now we're still getting injustice. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I guess that's going to be his non-canon thing. Yeah. Um, I want my <clears throat> James Tucker. I'm surprised because like, remember, the, remember the whole thing was two and two? Last year was... I don't remember what were all. I don't remember all the movies from last year. I know this year it's been. We know, man. We know that now there's a new universe, and we know at, at the very least spoilers that that the newest Superman movie, Man of Tomorrow, is connected to the JSA movie. Um, for people that didn't know, now you know. <laughs> uh, and we're and we've been wondering if the Long Halloween is connected to it because it's like it looks like it has the same animation. Yeah. So it seems like it might be connected to the same world. We don't know that yet, but it seems like that's the case. Um, and hopefully it is, because that that'd be really cool. Um, but it looks like Injustice will probably be one of their standalones, and I, I'm cool with that. Because look, I always said if I if I was gonna get it, I prefer it animated. And yeah, awesome! I'm really excited for it. Really excited because I love the games. I'm a really big fan of the Injustice games. So um, can't wait to see it how they pull it off in an, in an animated movie. Yeah, or they or they're not they're not ham, hamstrung by you know they could do whatever they want obviously. Yeah, I've been waiting for I've been waiting to see it in any medium. I've read all the books, 
I know every ounce of where they could go with it. So I'll be interested to see if it's literally just one movie and that's it. Um, or yeah, that's the question. Like, is it before? Is it after? Is it during? You know, we don't know what to what time period. You know. Yeah, I have no idea, but I know um, that there's so many arcs of <sighs> injustice. Like, right. it's pretty cut and dry, but the books are very elongated. Um, I mean, shit, you had Superman fighting Wonder Woman's damn parents. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, this, this, these books go some places. So I'm interested to see where their cutoff is or if it's just one and done. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if there'll be sequels and uh, where they go with it. I have no doubt they're going to go somewhat hard. So I'm excited. At least for that. You know. So Injustice, here we go. It's coming. I'm, I'm, it's coming. They're doing it. You know, that's pretty cool. I'm with you. Hopefully, we get another game soon too. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, the rumors right now is that they're working on a Marvel game. So, I mean, if they do that in the same way they did Injustice, I'll, I might cry. <laughs> like it's, it's one of those like, oh my god. Because every time I play Injustice too, I'm like, I would love a Marvel game like this. Like, this, this would be really cool if they do anything similar. I'll. That's, I, I, I'll lose it. It'll be awesome. I'm going to be honest with you. I was playing Arkham Knight, and I said to myself, damn, a Captain America game like this where you could rotate between Steve, uh, Bucky, um, Falcon, and Black Widow would be the dopest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. They have to catch <laughs> Yeah, Marvel games aside, like, they, obviously, the, in, on the gaming side, they don't. Aside from mobile games, they seem to dominate mobile games. Yeah, because uh, no one else is doing mobile games but Marvel. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, um, they they dominate when it, but when it comes to console games, they're not as. I mean, what's the last Marvel game we got? It was um, Avengers, and then before that was um, Ultimate Alliance. You there? Hello. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. I just got my Wi-Fi back. It left me and it came back, and that's why wow. it disconnected me. Let me, right, let me it. It. Say it again. Let me try to go back on the Wi-Fi. Hold on. Okay. I assume because for our listeners, we got a storm heading our way. So. Yeah, it was being a bitch. I lost my power for a second, and then I, I lost some connection. But let me let me try to get back on. Okay. But yeah, so as Joel was saying, Marvel has done the Avengers game they just did, uh, Ultimate Alliance before that. And before that, it was pretty quiet for Marvel and gaming. Um, they didn't really have much much to really offer besides, you know, I guess you if you want to count uh, Spider-Man. Um, but yeah. yeah, so Marvel's got to kick it up in that gaming world, man. Gaming and anime movie. Yeah, I can hear you. All right, good. Cool. Gaming in uh, animated movies is where Marvel is always lacked. So true, 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 true. And that's hopefully where they get better at in the future. Because right now they're killing the movies, but that's the other side. That's the other side of things. That cartoons, there's really nothing to watch right now. Um, gaming is they're limited. You know, at least in console wise, they're, they're limited. Um, uh, so we'll see. They're working on a fighting game. That's dope because that's like they're missing that side of things, the fighting game part. Um, I mean, in mobile they have that whatever, but if you play mobile, that's awesome. But if you don't, give it a shit. Um, 
Right, and I don't. <laughs> I am mean, neither. So only actually, all the last game I played for that was Marvel. That was um, it was called Marvel. I think it was called Avengers Academy. I really liked that game, and that could have been done as a cartoon. And they, I, I think that could have been really good, like really, really good as a cartoon, like a, an animated series. Mm-hmm. And they really should actually, they should really think about doing that because it was like a, the, the designs, the storyline was really good. I actually put money into that game. That was a bad. I got, I got, I, I got lost in that motherfucker for a little bit. So thank God I got away from it because <laughs> <laughs> I spent too much money on that motherfucker and. Woo, I don't do that usually, you know, but I, I really enjoyed that game. And then I stopped playing. Your feet, evidently. Yeah, but I, I stopped after that. I'm like, yeah, I can't be getting stuck putting money into this fucking game because that's all they want you to do is put money into these games. Um, anyway, we can move on from that just because, you know, I even though I, I, if, as soon as that, that any news on whatever a fucking uh, NetherRealm is working on, we'll talk about it for sure. For sure. All right, you said you had uh, one more thing. What else you got? Uh, two more things. Yeah, what else you got? Um, the the second one was the Green Lantern series. We got an Alan Scott casting. Jeremy oh, Irvine. Right, we did. Yes, we got uh, Jeremy Irvine has been casted as Alan Scott in the Green Lantern series. Obviously, he's going to be probably the first Green Lantern we're introduced to, considering he's Alan Scott's the the first Green Lantern in the comic books. Um, who they've more recent, not more recently, but. Yeah, it's more modern that he, they've made him gay. And then they most recently came out in the comic book. So, yeah, he obviously has two children. But, you know, we'll worry about that another time. I doubt, who knows if they even get into that in the show. But, yeah, Alan um, is the original Green Lantern. And uh, he will be in the new Green Lantern series. Played by Jeremy Arbuck. I, <laughs> I don't know from anywhere. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm not familiar with the actor. So, this is another project. I just got to wait and see. Yeah, I never watched Treadstone or War Horse, and he's a, he was on those two shows. Uh, but yeah, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. Um, he looks. I guess they're gonna go with a younger Alan. So I guess when we're introduced, him, it'll be it'll be in the forties or fifties or whatever the fuck, um, where he's younger. Um, next, we can move on from that until we get more news. Um, this was the biggest news for me. Uh, I got super excited about it. Uh, was that they are going to do a new Batman animated series? They're doing it. Say that again. Batman the animated series, a new one. Superman and Batman. They're doing a new Superman show and a new Batman show. I'm very interested. I am one of the very few people that loved, loved the Superman animated series. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. And this new Superman one. Seems like it's going to be more family friendly. Uh, it's called My Adventures with Superman, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be like, um, it looks like it's like it's going to be. I don't know if, uh, based on the picture, it looks like it's a little goofy, but we don't know for sure how that's going to play out. And then know that Jimmy's going to actually going to show him as a, he's going to be a black a- a character. So Jimmy's black in the show in the cartoon, um, but he looks like Jimmy. He doesn't look like Jimmy from the fucking Supergirl, who looks like he lifts weights and could kick your ass. Right. Uh, who's bigger than Superman? <laughs> Not that did Jimmy. Um, he looks like the Jimmy Olsen you expect, just just black. Um, and of course Lois, who's his you know who Lois is. Um, I don't know how it's gonna play out. Obviously, we only got that one still shot. Um, but I do like the animation already. I just I just want to see how it plays out. 
Uh, and then, of course, the Batman animated series from J.J. and Matt Reeves uh, on HBO Max, where apparently they are, and of course, Bruce Timm, who's also uh, going to be involved, uh, reimagining of the Cape Crusader that returns to the character's noir root. So, holy shit, when I got that news, I fucking freaked out. So, I was so excited. Because I heard rumors they might do something, and I wasn't sure if they would. But yeah, we're going to get a new Batman show, and I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm with you, man, mainly because, um, like I said, <clears throat> excuse me, like I said, I'm always up for new Batman content. Keep flooding me. That's never something I get tired of. Keep flooding me. Um, but the idea of it is to continue to create other avenues for other new characters also. 100%. Me, I'm never a fan of you of someone saying i'm done with batman make new things no make new things and batman things i don't, I don't know why you can't do both i don't understand that right i don't get that you wouldn't, right. you wouldn't tell your parent to just love one of the children right you would tell them to love all of them so figure it out make it work <laughs> make yeah it work. so yeah like we need a new batman series for the new the new generation man they don't have it right now you know Right, and they are not allowed to cling on to ours, so, you know, move yeah. forward. I, I just want to know who's going to be the voice that, like, you know, you were talking about earlier. Like, will it be Robert Pattinson? I don't know. We'll see. I would, to, me, to me, um, I, go Robert Pattinson heavy over there. <laughs> Make it clear that you're Batman. Go heavy. They could do that if they wanted to. Like, we already know who's going to be Superman. Right. Uh, Jack Quaid is going to voice Superman. Which I love. Jack Quaid is somebody that to me screams Barry Allen, like the Barry Allen we've always wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so to know that he's getting into something DC really, really warms my heart. Cause yep. when Ezra was going through that choking fans phase, <laughs> I was very adamant about just replace him with Jack Quaid. No, like no one would be upset. <laughs> no one would be upset. You'd be surprised how people, how many people would not be that upset. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, replace him, replace him right now. And it was like the the height of not the height, but it was the growing popularity of Jack Quaid. Um, so I'm like, it's the perfect time. Do it right now. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm very, I was very excited for that, and I, I'm a huge I got fan. A first poster too, off uh, from it too. Yeah, we were not fans of the ears. Yeah, no, it's called Batman Cape Crusader. Uh, but yeah, the ears kind of like old school, <laughs> like year one type shit. Um. So we'll see where all that goes. Um, I, I am excited for both Batman and Superman to be back in cartoon form. I cannot wait to see both of them, honestly. Yep, I'm with you, man. Um, so yeah, so we got some good stuff coming out of animation. I, I really can't wait, man. We, we need it ASAP. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm so excited, bro. There's so, damn, there's been so much news this week. Yeah, there's been a lot. We got anything else? I think that was it, honestly. Damn, we went through a lot of news today, bro, bro. I may have I may have missed something, but I don't think so. I mean, nothing super important. Yeah, you caught the ones that I missed, so. Yeah, because those those were, like, right after, like, la- our last show. <laughs> yeah. Like, the next day and shit, or two days after. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's awesome news. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they just came out. I mean, the Sandman, there was more Sandman castings today. We could do that. We could do that for for next week. Next week, all right. Yeah. Then we'll we'll also do Bad Batch next week too. Oh, true. Yeah, we'll put we'll put that off. We'll do last week's and then this week's. Okay. Uh We could also go over. um, We don't have to go over, but the Shazam uh, is filming now. Shazam two. I mean, 
Oh, we can do that really quickly. Um, it's starting to film now. Helen Mirren says she's enjoying the idea of playing a villain. Right. Um, I think we already knew her, Lucy Liu, and the other actress were going to be the villain, so not really a shock. Um, this <laughs> right. I think the other little bit of news is Mark Strong has confirmed that he wants to come back, but is not coming back in in this movie. Right. Um, I didn't really get the idea that he was go that it was even that anyone thought he was coming back. So, um, I wasn't sure if he was or what. I mean, based on what the direction they're going with these three girls, I figure they're going in a different direction. If it was Monster Society, like I thought originally, I thought maybe he'd make an appearance considering how it ended, but. Maybe they're saving that for like another, a future movie. Did the worm walk in his cell at the end of yes. the movie? Okay, so then that's why people thought, okay, I, okay, yeah. I, get I get it now. Okay. That's why like Mr. Mind showed up in his cell. So you're like, oh, fuck. And that's okay. kind of how it ends. Maybe, maybe they tease it, but they probably won't tease it with, with him. You know, they might tease it with the worm. <laughs> well, I was just about to say, we've got no word about the worm being in this one. So, right, exactly. Uh, so been- I don't. That could be a can that they're kicking down the road or something that they just trashed. Yeah, I mean, like, they have... Because now that whatever... The, this thing, we don't know what the story is. Uh, you know, Fury of the Gods, that's all. We don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, so that means they still have Monster Society. They can still do that. And that means they can still do, obviously, Black Adam if they want uh, in the future. But um, we just don't know wh- how that's going to play out considering Black Adam has its own damn movie. <laughs> right kind of makes things a little difficult when you do it that way right. <laughs> that'll be more like an event film oh black adam's gonna fight shazam Ooh, but that said you can't just now make it black adam and shazam you have to really <laughs> go event heavy and make it black adam shazam and superman okay that's that to me is a bigger event because you can't put shazam in a black adam movie black adam would have to be in the shazam movie but to yeah. me instead of putting them in each other's movies just make it an event and that's why I said the way you spice up that event is that movie is very underrated. Very. It's short, right mm-hmm. to the point, and it's fun. Um, so to me, give us that event. Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam. It's a fair fight because it's legit Superman facing outside of Kryptonite, his only real weakness. And it's magic. So it's the idea of like, that would be a dope fight to see the three of them together. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm, I'm super down for that. 100%. But all right, guys, that's all me and Joel got for you for this week's episode of Much to Do About Nothing. Um, please check out some of the recommendations me and Joel gave you Army of Dead, uh, Bad Batches this week. Um, oh, that's what I wanted to add really quick. We're not going to talk about it today. We'll save that for next week. Okay. I, I, I tried Modoc. The, the show itself is, is cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fan of the robot chicken style. And I kept oh. trying to figure out why it chose that animation. Would you like to know why it chose that animation? It's cheaper. Because fucking Seth Green is the executive producer. Well, of course. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because yeah, I, I, I watched it too. It is funny. It's just, yeah, it's a weird style choice, like animation choice. That's it. And, and to be fair, I originally didn't like Clone Wars' animation style. And it took a while for me to get to get accustomed to it. And then, you know, you obviously know how much I love it. So maybe Modoc can be that. It's a great story. It's fun. It's hilarious. They got a lot of getting John Hamm as Iron Man is probably one of the greatest things you could ever do. <laughs> um, 
So, and Pat Oswalt is, is is a genius. So it, the show's not bad. It's just the animation style is so hard to wrap my head around. He looks so creepy, uh, <laughs> and I think that, yeah, and I think that's what freaks me out about Robot Chicken's art style. So that's my only problem. But um, please make sure you guys check out Modoc also. Um, and I think that's it. That's all we got. I believe so for now, at least. Yeah, and we'll talk Castlevania next week also. Oh yeah, that's right. I finished that. Yeah, I figured I figured you finished it by now. So I'm like, all right, we'll talk that next week. Mm-hmm. But all right, guys, I want to thank Joel for joining me. I want to thank you all for listening to an all-new episode. And make sure you, you guys stay tuned. We got um MCR is coming back in two weeks, and we Uh-oh. got some dope planned for you guys. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh-oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's still on Saturdays. Um, I don't know. A lot of people are saying they want to do it Wednesday, but I'm like, Ew. oh, same day. Yeah, I don't know. I use, <laughs> Middle of the week show now. <laughs> yeah, you need 24 hours to um, digest. Yeah, to, to break down everything. I mean, it's yeah. hard to do it within one or two watches within the same day. Like, I got other yeah. stuff to do. I can't dedicate a whole <laughs> day, to, you know, day to that and then review it. No, I'll sound sloppy. So who knows? But We'll figure it out and we'll move from there. But um, stay tuned for that, guys. We'll have more information in the coming weeks. But till then, we will see you when we see you. Peace. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.